Hey guys, Fathead Joel here with you. Welcome to episode 16 of the It List Podcast. Today's topic is the best cover song versions of all time. We're going to be talking about the man in black, Kyle's unbelievably bad taste in his music that I believe was inherited from his father, Mark the Cop's inability to talk about Joe Cocker without laughing, the lyrical genius of Dylan and Bowie, and how Kevin Costner changed music forever. Because you know he did. He's that good. Go to our website, theitlistpodcast.com. Links on there to all of our social media. Get on our social media pages. Let us know what you think. Interact with us. Tell us if we got it completely wrong. Tell us if we got it completely right. We're also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash theitlistpodcast. All the bonuses on there. Bonus episodes, bonus merch, early access, video message ability. Really, really good stuff if you want to partake. We really, really would appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to the show. This is The It List. Let me tell you about a group of guys The warm and salty like McDonald's fries They like the drinks and they like their food the cars, movies, and the music too They're gonna try to shove it into a list So have a seat and we'll see what sticks You're on the it list You're on the it list You're on the it list Come inside You're on the it list You're on the it list You're on the it list Wanna ride You're on the it list you're on the end list, you're on the end list, come inside. Did, did we just miss that chatter? Did, oh, yeah, of course we did. Damn it. Yeah. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. The seltzers, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, I've, I've learned to enjoy it, actually. So, I, <laughs> it's, um, what are we talking about? It was, uh, <laughs> Strong, strong, strong man's touch. No, oh, I remember my brother telling me about that like a year ago. Oh, like, strong, oh, strong man's touch. Strong man's touch. That too. No, he was talking about the fucking uh, the seltzer with Mio in it. Because these things. These, Wait these, a minute. These things. Is that what you call it now, Mio? Yeah, Mio. There's the Mio. Does it tastes like bleach. Yeah, it smells like seawater. No, he was because these things are terrible if you don't flavor. They are. Sorry. Oh my god, they're awful! Like I, I tried to drink them the first time over there. I was going like, these taste like shit. But if you throw, if you throw like two two squirts in it, two squirts of Mio in you, Mark, they're fucking golden. You know, you're not supposed to eat the skin of a mango. I did not know that. I ate one like just like an apple, like wow. And a friend I was with was like, you know, you're not supposed to eat the. Skin of a mango because it's like like highly poisonous, or you know. I mean, I'm still like a, I'm still here, so it's all right. Like did, you, did you get the runs? But, no, I was no. fine. Did you die? No, uh, but did you die? Yeah, <laughs> tell me. About and, it. and I looked it up, and apparently, it you aren't supposed to eat it. I forget why. I've though. never heard that before. Hmm. But, hey, I'm still here. Gives you the squeaky meekies. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of squeaky meekies, uh, oh dear, what happened? Have you done a keto diet yet, Mike? Yeah, I mean that's kind of the thing. Dude, I do. was that anything that you've ever had with that? I, I do keto, and I know things. No, I mean, I, 
<laughs> What's I'm, your specialty? I do keto and I know things. <laughs> I definitely have had what they call the keto flu before. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think I think there's something to what I've read or heard is when when you start to get into ketosis, um, your cells release a lot of liquid and then you urinate more often. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I've experienced that, but yeah. not the other. Oh man. It's like it's still like I mean, it's every couple of days, not like, not like freaking, you know, Uganda, it's going to kill me, but it's like yeah, something, well, yeah, you, the people who get into Uganda die like because it's just, yeah, yeah, it, like okay. bad, but it's like, oh man, man, I don't know how long I can keep this up. No, it's fine now. Uh, I feel like you think it I know. Yeah. <laughs> he shit it all out. Yeah, like, 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 you're like Randy I, I Marsh. Enough, yeah. It's the, <laughs> wa- the wow chips. Yeah. Remember those? <laughs> I'm starting to think I've been on the keto diet for like 28 yeah, I know, years. I try not to be fat. <laughs> no, I went. I felt like such a fat ass dude. Not just, not just, a, not. It was, it was just a Tuesday. No, uh, I was, I, I was going to the grocery store yesterday, like looking for like keto treats. You know, yeah. like it, I was like standing there for excessive amounts of time, like yeah. looking at them. I did. I tried one of the, uh, one of the. The pints of ice cream. Have you seen oh, any of that stuff? Is it like the what's it called? Rebel, the, I think, is oh, one no, called Rebel. You got Rebel, ice cream, whatever. Yeah, Rebel. Yeah, you got to be careful okay. with that stuff because they literally they can just slap keto on anything. Yeah, and then when you actually look at it, it's like this isn't keto at all. Yeah, well, like carbs. The, the, well, the, it's 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 something. Like, it's like six or seven net carbs for the whole pint is what it says. Yeah, but then you look at the back and the carbs say they're higher. But I don't know what the hell net carbs are or anything like that. Yeah, I didn't see. I don't. I don't, know. I don't get it either. And then they had there was some like veggie based plant based cookie, Ugh. chocolate chip cookie that was yeah. like two seventy nine a fucking cookie. Oh my god! And I, I ate it and I was just fuck. like, Gah. like this is you crap. get like ten cosmic brownies. For I know. That. I know. How many carbs are in a <laughs> cosmic brownie? You guys, think? Oh, it's a 12. lot. Bring that. Up. It's a lot. And I ate a lot. I've eaten a lot of those in my life. <laughs> I know? had one last eaten night. A lot of what? <laughs> cosmic brownies the uh yeah cosmic brownie calories i kind of want one or nutrition they're so good 290 39 carbs wow. oh, baby they are good too oh my god how much of it's in the candy it's 24 grams. <laughs> can, you the, can you break that down say, Mike? it's both of them though right <laughs> the candies one out. one brownie uh that i think Is that's that two package um no i'm pretty sure that's that's half a package one of <laughs> who is going to eat one of them? I know. There are the people, the people who eat half a power bar and wrap it up and put it away. The people, that. who, the people, that's a treat. They, oh, I hate this when they give you the calorie burn time. Yeah, you swim for twenty four minutes to burn. That yeah, off. what a crock of it's shit. Like I didn't yeah. even eat a brownie. Yeah. walking for eighty one. Oh jog for thirty three minutes. I I jog for thirty five minutes. It was not worth. Yeah, oh, a brownie. Early. Well, and then they have all that, they have all that other crap where like. They can't. How can they even begin to gauge that? One, there's so many other factors to right. it. Your body's That's different. True. But it's like, like you know, it's like I'm going to burn way more calories jogging for 33 minutes than you are. That's true. And it's like <laughs> but then, a, lot, a lot more mass. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more life. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get this shit moving. Yeah. And I have it's a, a, a near death experience too. So <laughs> yeah. that jumps my adrenaline even more. You're going to burn a couple of years <laughs> off your life. <laughs> How was your trip this weekend, Kyle? It was good. Louisville was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took the girlfriend down. Took Should the girl we tell down everyone down. that you have a girlfriend? Or? Yeah, it's fun. 
Well, you well, did. Well, 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 keep that. Do you think Whoa. that'll lose the sex appeal from yeah. all of the ladies that like our show? Uh, might, from all twenty-two percent of people. Is it twenty-two percent? It's twenty-two percent of the show is is women. They say uh, well, according to our statistics, it's going to go way um, down now that I'm one, not single. One percent is right. uh, trans, and um, awesome. Zero percent is non-binary, so we need to get our non-binary numbers up. Mm-hmm. You can find some non-binary people, Mark. <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> it's on me. Okay. Yeah. Nobody. Well, there, there is goals in life. Yeah, there are absolutely. Expand your horizons, you fucking sexist pig. Gg, <laughs> 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 you just hung out down at your parents. We just hung out. I mean, you know, everything's closed. We went. There's a little like. Uh, outdoor patio bar kind of thing. We went to, we got lunch there, and then we just went back and watched some baseball. Did you go into cars. downtown at all? Or no. your parents live outside of downtown? Yeah, they right? live outside. Yeah, it's a uh, Linden, is Linden, Kentucky. Live, yeah, you know uh, what's next? Is they're going to remake Meet the Parents, but it'll be the girl meeting the parents. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Actually, what, what, what would they call her? Like though? Ocean's would Eight, Fokker. Yeah, <laughs> call her Fucker. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Diver. That. <laughs> uh... Your name's Gay Fokker. <laughs> her name will be Buff Diver. <laughs> <laughs> the parent, the parents are moving, so they're like cleaning a bunch of stuff out. And I went through their DVD collection, and they had Meet the Parents. Did they? Mm-hmm. So we took that, and that is now in our DVD. Oh, did you just job. steal an hour? Yeah, we did. Hour. We, did. we, we did. didn't tell him. Yes. You know your dad listens to the show. Fucking goddamn it! That's my favorite <laughs> movie. Freeloaded little motherfucker. <laughs> your FedEx in that back, and I'm not reimbursing yeah. you. That needs to come back. People talk. I always talk about people. My, my wife in particular, um, where like her her parents. You're kind of this way too, Mark. Even though you lie about it, uh, you, you, you go, go out of your way to like overly help your children to a point where you know they, you know you you have her oil chains when she's coming into town and stuff like that. <laughs> And like, I remember Amanda being like, oh, I had to go. She had to go to like the doctor, you know, for some reason when we'd first started dating. She said, oh, I wonder if my mom will give me $20. It, it wasn't for a STD, Mark, that I gave her. It was a psychological evaluation. Psychological evaluation. You're dating that? You're dating that? I can't believe you blindly walked in with that. God, no. We just started dating. She had to go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> What's these warts on there? What mind goes yeah. straight to oh, that's him. That's him. That's it. As long as I've known him. As long as I've known him. It's funny it's though. It's like funny. anything he can turn into something dirty. No. But she was she said something about like, oh maybe my mom will give me like twenty dollars for my copay. And I was just like laughing. Like, are you fucking serious? Like my like I can remember my dad went on vacation. I didn't live with him and I went to I had to check on his house, like I'd go feed his cat or something. And uh, I went there, and it was during like a Saturday, and it was like college football Saturday, and I think Ohio State was playing. So I sat there and watched the game, and I made a frozen pizza from his freezer Shocker. and ate it myself. Right. He got home and called me on the phone. Where's my DiGiorno? And was like, <laughs> bitching me out because I ate a fucking frozen, he had like six of them. I, I ate a frozen pizza out of his freezer. He was that pissed about well, it. Was there only five Coca-Colas yeah. in the fridge? <laughs> he like had it all inventoried. I know that fat bastard's going to steal all my food. Now, what kind of frozen pizza was it? It was a Jack's, too. Okay, so that's like two fifty. Yeah, which yeah. is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. Eight like, oh, I'm sorry, I no just fed your stupid fucking <laughs> yeah. alley cat. Yeah, Tony's. <laughs> no, thanks for feeding my cat. Yeah, yeah, Don't eat right. my fucking Don't eat pizza. Don't eat my pizza, 
you fucking yeah. should have just said, I fed it to the cat. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, Checkmate. Yeah. 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 The, cat, the cat ate it. The cat didn't want any kibble. He wanted some checks. <laughs> I pulled the onion off of him. By the way, Dad, I ate all those Tootsie Rolls yeah. in the box yeah. you left me. <laughs> Everything. Everything. <laughs> the kitty litter box. Good God. Uh, all right. Welcome to the end list. Sunday matinee show. Yay. Yay. All of the guys here. Day Got an exciting drinking. show for you. Definitely. Today's episode topic is the top five best cover versions of songs. Now, the way we define this, they, they it has to be on some form of a recording. And we're not talking like, oh, they, they, they covered this song on, you know, on somebody's cell phone. <laughs> And um, little Debbie Cosmic Brownie. Like, like, why do we have that up? We oh, were just we were, talking. We were just talking about it. <laughs> My God, you blackout the bitches kicking in. <laughs> no, um, so so there's like there's ver- like somebody could be like, oh, I heard them cover this song in concert, or there's like a cell phone video of it. It has to be like an official release. It so, can't be some high schooler yeah, with, an, with a right. Squire acoustic guitar yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I think that's kind of what yeah. the goal was. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it was Someone, like one and one that, that's a renowned pseudo hit. You know, that was an actual official release by someone else. Now, we're not talking about my wife was confused about this as I was just you know discussing this with her before we played. We're not talking <laughs> about the song overall itself. So you completely ignore the original cover version. Okay, like you, we know it was originally recorded, but you're not using the overall song, and like it's not like right, multiple right, right, right. covers. Like, oh, there's a lot of good versions of this one particular song. It is it's a one great cover version. Okay, the right. cover version is a good song. Yes, like it's right. a sort of right. version. Yes, in a vacuum, exactly. Got it. And comparable, comparable to the original, if not better than the original. But right. the original doesn't. It shoot probably, another it, one up. Let me say it this way: it shouldn't be worse than the original. Exactly, because then the original would be. The song we should right. be talking about, but it's right. an original, so it wouldn't fit well, into the cover category. Exactly. Well, that's that's a Very debate. Thoroughly lost. All right. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and, no. and, we're not just talking about the song. We're talking about a particular version of the song that is the best, and it's a cover. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Thoroughly confused. I hope you're all taking <laughs> notes because yeah. Mark needs to change his, all his picks. Now. All right. his picks. Right. Now. I'm, I'm done. Can, uh, can we take five? <laughs> <laughs> Time out. <laughs> I just remembered I have to pee. <laughs> no, yeah. So, all right. Top five cover versions of the song. Before we get started, as usual, make sure you go to our website, theitlistpodcast.com. Links on there to our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There'll be pictures to accompany this on there. Some you might not want. Mark shirtless flexing old ones that we found on his VHS tape when we were cleaning out his. Oh, God. <laughs> what, what, what were we cleaning out? Somebody was like, time? oh, does anybody have a VCR? I found all these old tapes when I was cleaning out my parents' house. And the guy's like, burn those tapes, dude. Burn them. You don't want to see those. No, we're also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the it list podcast. Merch. All kinds of bonus stuff on there. Merch. Early access to shows. Bonus episodes. That's where you're going to get the biggest amount of money, biggest biggest value for your money. You know, there's different tier levels. Buck. Bang for your buck. Clark, you got a uh, video Clark for your duck. Yeah, video uh, video message opportunities with producer Dustin. There he is. Aww. We all know about him. And, uh, <laughs> so I just want to let the song play. Oh, yeah. Away. Yeah, let it go. I want to hear the guitar kick in. Yeah, yeah. So um, so check that out. Patreon.com slash the Itlist podcast. We're, we're, we're gaining you know, ones. There's more people. There's more people we, biting we on it. We treat our Patreon really? members better than any other podcast. If you guys ever went out and kind of seen what 
else is offered with other podcasts for Patreon. Some of them's like, give us goddamn money if you like the show. Yeah, yeah well, but uh, you know, but <laughs> which uh, not we to want you to do that. Too. We want you to do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have extra ten it bucks. Help, it it helps support us. We understand it, it does. helps in, in ensure the longevity of this show. Correct. And, and what a lot of people and this has been the number one question this weekend because Joel, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll see my smiling face modeling mm-hmm. some of our new merch. A very very good looking T shirt <laughs> and. On my we probably should have used Kyle, but yeah, yeah we should have. Because I like Kyle's shirt was holding the yeah. shirt. I, I look like ten pounds of cheap bubble gum. You can easily cut the sleeves off like Mark did. <laughs> we'll right. use me for the speedo that we're. Yeah, that's get. right. That's but, right. But the number Juicy. one question I've been airing um, is they're like, well, how much does it take to put together a podcast? And I, when I give them the number, they're like, holy shit, are you kidding me? And I said, no, you know. Uh, well, Joel and Dustin, um, you know, put a lot of work into this program, and it's much appreciated because I think that uh, a lot of our people that review, if you go to Apple uh, Podcasts Podcast. and drop us a review, we appreciate that. That really helps us on the business end of it. However, if you read those reviews, the number one thing about it is the sound quality, and you don't get that sound quality without good equipment. It's true. So, like, so, yeah, going back, not to not to cut you off on that with the, it doesn't necessarily take a lot of money to do a podcast, but it takes it some money it takes to do more a podcast. Yeah, it takes <laughs> yeah. a podcast to, uh, it takes a little bit of money to make a podcast that sounds good. So. Right, right. And, and that's where we're going. Yeah, with that. yeah. But, you know, from other episodes or other shows that I've listened to, uh, the Illis podcast really takes <clears throat> very good care of our Patreon. I think members. so. I think so. We did that on purpose. Thank you very much. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm out. Mic drop. But wait, there's more. (laughs) But there's more. If you call now, you will get a vertical picture of Mark's genitalia. It's like, oh, never mind. Cancel, 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 cancel. cancel. Hi, American Express. That's right. I like to cancel my card. Express. Uh, (laughs) I like to report some fraud. I would never buy that, trust me. <laughs> and for your Patreon Platinum members, you get yes. a pair of Joel soiled underwear. Yes, yes. That's that's a level that's not on there yet. <laughs> yes. It's above gold. Oh, we'll send you we'll send you some unlaundered clothes. <laughs> Good lord. <sighs> Mark, what the hell's your first pick? My wife my wife Oh, what are we wife, doing? The list. My that's wife right. will, my wife my wife will do my laundry periodically, but she refuses to touch any of my undergarments. <laughs> she will pull the shirts, the pants, the socks out of it, and the rest of it is left there because she refuses. Ever since that hazmat suit, my sister said. That. My sister said you should just wear disposable underwear, Joel, because there's no cleaning oh them. You're disgusting. And then she was like, "Actually, just make it a Tyvek suit that you can throw away." Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, my sister Tara uh, has has also. Oh, we're naming. Her yeah, now. we are. Oh, yeah, oh, we know her goodness. name. Tara has oh, go, has gone down the uh, the UFO wormhole. <laughs> right, oh, right next, right next <laughs> to Dustin. We they have were, a podcast were, that has nothing to do with UFOs, but I feel like we keep bringing people into UFO <laughs> yeah. stuff. She came over Friday night. She hadn't been out since oh, before coronavirus. Oh, oh, oh. She's like, I can't take it anymore. I have to drink. I'm coming over. <laughs> she comes yeah. over and um. Did she have the seltzer? Yeah. Uh, 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 what did she drink? No, she brought uh, she brought some Great Lakes IPA. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. She's, Commodore Perry. She, she's tougher than I am. Um, I'm not. I don't think it was. Is there another Burning one? River? I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. I'd have to. Those look. are the two I know. Yeah, <laughs> those are the two I know from the Reds commercials. But she yeah. she started talking about uh, about UFOs, and I made the joke about Dustin, producer Dustin, going down the uh, going down the wormhole, and uh, and she was even more down it. 
Like it was, yeah, like she's yeah. just like talking about it. So then I told her that. She starts texting Dustin. So okay. now they're having like conspiracy <laughs> UFO conversations oh over text messages wow. now. Yeah, they should start their own podcast. But I, <laughs> I did uh, I did get her to, uh, I, I did get her to uh, agree she's going to come on the show. And yes. She, oh, yes, yes. Oh, she, will, she will be here. She said she would like our topic at least 72 hours in advance. Makes so sense. Sense. Uh, Seems yeah. fair. Yes, yeah, yeah. so she can do that. Does and she then, have um, any topic like regular? Yeah, I was going to. Uh, she 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 didn't really um, producer Dustin for when he shows up, which will not be in the too distant future, uh, has has <laughs> yes. said that we have to do underrated bands, underrated underrated okay. bands, bands right. that catch shit and shouldn't. And he said at some point one of us is going to have to defend Nickelback, and mm. I said I refuse. I, I, I refuse. So Kyle, okay, Kyle's in. Kyle has the worst taste of music. <laughs> he can do it. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of music, top five cover versions of songs. We already explained it to you very confusingly. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink. But it doesn't it. matter. You'll get it. It doesn't matter. Really. All right. Going to my left, per usual, Mark the Cop. What is your number one nomination for the best cover version of a song of all time? Well, th this, this song was originally a Prince Mm -hmm. Written by Prince, and we all love Prince. And if you listen to episode six, you'll you'll know why I like Prince so well. <laughs> but uh, it was also covered by a is she Irish? She is Irish. Sinead O'Connor did a version of the Prince song. Yes. And uh, the best version of this, I think, is by the late and great Mr. Chris Cornell. I, I completely was deeply deeply saddened. Uh, the hearing of his passing, of but the song itself is nothing compares to you. It's a fantastic song. song. Gets uh, gets the big ones too. Gets the feels going. Oh yes, yeah. Now he has that on a. I, I believe it's on. It's on one of his releases. I know that it got it got big on a viral video right. of him doing it in um in you know studio. like a, a, a studio yeah. recording for a for an interview. Right. But he did it live a lot and. Um, if that that was one of the greatest things about him too was just his versatility as far as what one he was in three platinum bands oh yes using wow. different you know what different a, musicians what a voice man yeah, oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. but what what some of the stuff I particularly loved the most with him was seeing him do his solo acoustic shows oh yeah where it was just him and a guitar he may, maybe had one other guy that would occasionally play you know he had a multi instrumentalist that would come out and play a little bit of guitar play a little bit of cello piano stuff like that with him but for the most part and he did everything from his catalog his i mean audio audio, audio, audio slave, slave sound garden temple of the dog yeah. solo and um oh it was amazing i saw him in a, i saw him a couple times i saw him in uh at the veterans memorial auditorium in nashville mm -hmm. and that was amazing covered zeppelin like thank you and and just a you know a whole bunch of awesome songs but then he did. Uh, I saw him in Louisville, the Palace too. Nice, and it was nice. great. But well, um, great place to see. Something. Oh, one of my favorite oh, places yeah, to see a concert, cool. the very Palace cool. Theater there. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I saw him actually. Um, I want to say it was ten days before he died. Is that right? Yep. Wow. We, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yep. Because you were devastated. Yeah, he 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 headlined. Oh yeah, he headlined the Beale Street Music Festival with Soundgarden. Yeah. And it was May. That was the first weekend in May, and I believe yeah he died on May eighteenth. 2017. Yep. So it was. It was. Yeah, two weeks. Fourteen days. 2017 was a shitty year for everybody. Oh, I know. Almost as bad as 2020. <laughs> but yeah, just his version of the way he does it, and he changes it a little bit. Right. Yeah, you he know, does. When, I, mean, yeah, I mean, the keys are different and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah. yeah, he was just he was fucking amazing. I just think that it really just took that tune to a, another level. And me, me personally, that's one of the, those cover songs that I've seen that go. 
and it seems like every version that's released gets better. Like right. I, Prince's was decent, mm-hmm. but I think Sinead O'Connor's was really good. Oh, was oh yeah. So what's the story on on Sinead O'Connor's version? Because I've always heard that it's about a a, a child she lost, but but Prince wrote it. Yeah. So right. is it? Prince is wrote that, it. And is it was, that kind of not true? Then what, wasn't it a break? It, it's a breakup. It's a breakup. It's a breakup song. I know yeah. that. Um, but but what, you could see it being like a it, yeah, like a yeah, loss. Song yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, sure it is. It is a loss song. Yeah, but it's one of those um, music video reception background. So Rosie Gaines subsequently. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure okay. what she. Um, she may have. Uh, some that, people will say that they they what they were thinking about when they were doing it was this because people yeah. people are up for their own interpretations of songs, which right. some of the ones we're going to get into, they don't even have an actual concrete. This right. is what it's about, which I think that's what makes songs the best. It's like sure. you see, find, it drives me crazy though because I always want to know. I like, do too. With what what, what, what do they mean by it? Like, yeah, tell me just, what it means to you at least. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's a great version. We'll put a link up on our page for it. Definitely. Um, Absolutely. What other? What, what? And, then, and then we'll have Joel singing it live. Yeah, right. I do. <laughs> what? Pearl Street does do he, this he, song. Yeah, Pearl Street does this really? song. Yeah. yeah. And um, and another one of my favorites is on my list. Oh, I'm a big fan of Joel. <laughs> big fat. I want to sign up for the platinum version. Yeah, I yeah. want those underwear. Want those. <laughs> <laughs> you already have a pair, Mark. No. You can use I it do. as your. <laughs> you can use it as your pillowcase. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Well, we will, what side we is sleeping stitch. on tonight, brown or yellow? <laughs> we will convert a pair of unlaundered undies into a pillow for you. These are literally the worst salespeople ever. Does it come with pink eyes? Pink eyes optional. No, gross. No. What is, is, your... is that another feature that Dust can, yeah, Dust does, can do? He can do. fart on your pillow yeah. for you. Oh, God. We'll send you a pillow. You don't want that either. Uh, I don't want to get too morbid here, but Chris Cornell, it's saying suicide by hanging. I thought it was an OD situation. I'm pretty sure he hung hung himself. Okay. I thought it was the um, antidepressant mixed with opioids. I think they found that in his body. They found it in in his body. And and his, his wife is actually suing... What's the what's the one the sleep the ph- pharmaceutical company the Ambien? sleep Ambien oh wow which, yeah Ambien or is it Ambien or Ativan well Ativan is like an anti anxiety yeah, yeah. I think yeah. maybe I it was Ativan but yeah. they're I have saying to take that, that when I uh, get put into a uh, MRI machine okay I, knock you up but uh, they say that it can uh, have side effects that, that make you yeah. as you get older oh, it's oh, terrible yeah. that make you out of it and um yeah he played a show in Detroit had a, at the the. It used to be the State Theater, but now it's the Fillmore there. Played a show with Soundgarden right there. Right there downtown. Right there downtown, right next door mm. to the Fox. Yeah. And um, then went to went back to his hotel at uh, um, the MGM Grand oh, yeah, Casino there. Oh, at the Casino. There. At the... Uh, and, oh, uh, wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then downtown. went... Downtown. Yep. Went Detroit, up. Detroit Motor. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Great place you haven't been there. Went up and uh, said that he his wife called him, and she was out of, obviously out of town, wasn't with him. They were on the road, and said that he was... Talking incoherently, like didn't didn't make any sense. She immediately called. I, I apparently Soundgarden might have had like a bodyguard or a tour manager or something, and said yeah. check on him. And then he went to the room and was like, 
it's locked. He's sleeping. And she goes, kick the fucking door in and right. check on him. And he kicked the door into it and found him in the bathroom. And he used, it was like, an, from what I hear, it was like an exercise band around the doorknob. Oh, goodness. And just sat down, and which is what I believe Robin Williams did, too. And, yeah. you know, that's it's an, an easy way. All you got to do is sit down. But they said that he had, he had not been showing any... But then again, they say that about you know you don't know how people really are feeling on the surface and the way they're yeah the way they actually are. But yeah, she but she in it, it could be the family being not you know not coming to terms with the fact sure. that he yeah, did it. That talk about. she's saying that she thinks that the cocktail of shit that he was on because I want didn't they say there was like fentanyl in his system That's, or there was I heroin so. or something? There was opioids yeah. in his system the of some opioids. kind. Yeah, mm. but he would they were supposed to play. Um, Rock on the Range in Columbus the, oh, ne- that right? the next night. Oh, goodness. And he, because um, it was like a Thursday night or something, I think, and the band had already gone. He he didn't like to, he couldn't sleep on tour buses. Right. So he flew to every oh, okay. show. So he just got on a plane. And and, but it, if he had to, if it was an overnight thing, right. he would have to, he would. Yeah, Detroit to Columbus yeah. is pfft, yeah. power. Yeah. So like he um, you spend it's more time more on the you, no, it, really, it's not. I mean, you spend yeah. more time on the tarmac than what you do actually in flight. Yeah, so well, actually, I know flying it, it from may, Dayton it may to not have even, it may not have wow. even been that. That's what the it wasn't even necessarily that he flew. I think it's just that he was leaving the next day, so he could be a, he didn't have to sleep on the bus. Got it. So well, the, the rest of the band and the crew had left. Okay, after the show, and they found out when they get into Columbus that he had done it, oh, and then they're, yeah, so they're mm. all stuck there and like had a yeah so. Yeah, it was a mess, but uh, so but yeah. you're, you're kind of both right because it's this set. I mean, you know, it's Wikipedia. They're not really doctors, maybe, but right. Well, it says Cornell's widow stated that the Ativan was prescribed to him in 2016 as a sleep aid, so maybe it can be used for that too. I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. very possible. Yeah, it was yeah. something something it, along it, those lines. And, put you out. But he had been suicidal before. He'd had drug yeah. problems. I mean, it's in. I mean, that's one of the crazy things about it when you think about the Golden Four of grunge. There's only one of them left. Is that right? The only Eddie Vedder. I'm still only, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, sorry I'm late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the other two. You know, I mean, two of them were suicide, and one of them was a drug overdose, which yeah. they say he did in a suicidal manner. So right. Lane Staley from Allison Chains, who died on the exact same calendar day of the year as Kurt Cobain did. No mm. way. Yep. Like wow. eight years apart or something. That's yeah, crazy. it's crazy how it all works. But mm. but yeah, mm-hmm. all right. But no, who no. else were we thinking in that four? Uh, the oh. Golden Four. Oh wait, want to name them? Pearl, yeah. Pearl, yes, Pearl, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, of the Seattle grunge four, and then other, right. and then you got guys who were pseudo grunge like Scott Weiland who died in his tour bus, and right. yeah, it was a very drug addicted uh, era of music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In Minneapolis, and he died yeah, at the mall, at the Mall of America in his bus, right at a Mark. yep a hotel hmm. right there. Yeah, it is disappointing. But. Yeah, yeah, because now we have to listen to that fucking guy from The Voice or whatever yeah. sing for him. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to. Yeah, you uh, know yeah. what? Well, we don't. We, they they played several festivals we've been to, and I'm like, do you, are you sure you don't want to go check them? Amanda was like Scott Weiland was her man. Oh like, yeah, and oh, Chris Cornell yeah. was one too. Yeah. But like, yeah, she's like, I refuse. I'm not going to watch that. Should've that is went. not Stone Temple Pilots. Back. Yeah. I hassled him like we did Jared Leto 30 (laughs) seconds to Mars I just stood there screaming that he was a hack the whole time you're You're that guy I was drunk and then we rocked the Limp Biscuit afterwards fantastic yeah (laughs) that was when we get we'll talk about that when we get 
producer Dustin on the show. And um, <laughs> Leto went sure backstage and was like, "There's some dude in shorts out there." Yeah, <laughs> yelling at me. No, because I always defended in a belly him. shirt. Because <laughs> people immediately wouldn't take them seriously or wanted to atta- attack him because he was the actor doing the music thing. And I thought I still to this day think that he writes really good songs. Jared Leto does. Well, that one hit was pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what King the Kill? Is that what it's called? The Kill Attack Kings what and Queens. Done it yeah, it's the Kill. Bury me. And um. Bury- is that called Bury Me? Bury Me. Yeah, that's the song I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You hate that song? No, I oh. like it. I oh, like okay. it. But then he, when I'm like, that's really all I, know I just hope he honest. doesn't suck. And he was like terrible live. <laughs> Don't suck. Yeah. It's it, like he when was, Paris Hilton recorded think, a track. Yeah, yeah. I think he might oh, wow. have had like a <laughs> They a layered thing. it like 17 times. I gave him about two or three songs. And then I was just like, and of course I was you know drunk to the bejesus <laughs> belt. That's fucking hack. You I'm like screaming, I stood behind? up for you. I, mean, I was saying <laughs> stuff like that. I was yelling stuff like that. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. In, what, in what between songs. You uh, a couple of people were laughing. Most I don't really know what anyone else was doing. They're probably getting ready to attack me. But but then Limp Biscuit played after them. And like this was. What they open with? It was. I um, that's a good question. I think it might have been. What would Limp Biscuit open with? Nah, it <laughs> might, dude, it might have been. Oh my! You can pull up their if you, set list. If you say yeah. faith, yeah. and um, yeah, if you go to there, it, it wasn't. They closed with it. I think. Oh, I, clo- I think they closed with faith. But um, oh, did I ruin somebody's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't even think about that one. Do a Lip Biscuit set list, Beale Street Music Festival. Beals, Beale Street, ah, uh, Beale Street Music is. Festival. Let's see, yeah, 2010. Yeah. No, that was that was it. Yeah, yeah, go to that one. There My generation's go. what the opener was. Uh, that they they faith came they out like it was with. talking to that. Yep, they closed with faith. There's Nookie at number eight. eight. There yeah, it is. yeah, but uh, number nine. Well, but we hadn't. You know, we had this. Yeah, this was 2010, and you know, this was a solid yes. 12 <laughs> years. Yeah, that was with a back. It was with a backing track too. He didn't oh, even remember yeah. all these songs now. Yeah, and um. He uh, roll it, roll it, roll it. <laughs> what? Kyle just turns his hat backwards uh, like while we're watching, looking at this. Yeah. No, I mean, and I always maintain like th- those guys. They get they get a lot of shit, and it was because it was like you know Fred Durst was a complete asshole, but it was like they really did put on a good show. They're a good live band. That's how they got as big as they got. But it was like West it was Borland. just funny. Yeah, West Borland's not part of it anymore. Yeah, yeah he is. He is. He He's came back. back. He came back. Nice. Yep. He was when He's I saw back. him there. But Dustin was just like that was the fucking best show that we've ever seen. Here. And I'm like, really, really? You're gonna go? We got, we did have fun. I, I mean, the fact that we were like 25 beers deep probably helped. But is, is that the does. show where you fell down the hill holding onto the tree? Or? No, that was in Chicago. At, <laughs> oh, uh, I was in Chicago at Farm Aid <laughs> after I smoked pot with Willie Nelson's brother. <laughs> that was the last. That was the, you two. Make jo- you make the jokes about me smoking pot. That was the last time I did it. That was like over a decade ago. <laughs> And it was like, yeah, because I fell down a hill almost into Lake Michigan, scarred my arm, and started vomiting everywhere. Boy. It was on my birthday. Wow. It's my Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Chris Cornell's on the list. Good pick. I like that pick. Definitely. Mike, you're number one. I'm not one for ballads, but I think when it... And... How do I, how do I set this up? He's already defending his yeah. pick. <laughs> Doesn't even mention Ballad that. of Davy Crockett. Listen, I'm not going to turn this song on, but if we're talking about covers, it's got to be in the mix, right? I Will Always Love You oh, by Whitney Houston. Oh, oh Whitney. She does sing the shit out of that song. Yeah, that's... Sings uh, silly. It's, I mean, I feel like for her, it's 
that song and when she sang the national anthem at the Super oh, yeah. Bowl. Uh-huh. Yep. Tampa. During, uh, During Desert, Desert Storm. Storm. Yeah. I mean, 91 or 90. You want to talk about oh, yeah. like your, oh, your, yeah. your demo tape of, yep. of range. Yep. She killed it. And a that, lot of people always say that's like the best rendi- best rendition of yeah. the national anthem. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, it was in the heart of that shit going oh, yeah. on too, yeah. you know. And it was she, like, oh, what back when they it. loved America? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here we go, America. <laughs> back when people were patriotic, and yeah. Yeah. Well, here we go. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I only yeah. like the anthem if it's horn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mark. Uh, I can't believe they even sing it at the damn pro sporting events now. Bunch of damn commies. That's right. Get on your knees. No, yeah, I mean, and, and just the, how much of that, how much of Good God. And how much of that, oh, the story of that song with Whitney, how, how, it, how it almost, it didn't, it almost didn't happen. Right. What do you mean, with the bodyguard? It, yes. Yeah. And um, which, Kevin Costner film. Yep, and yep, um, yep. so as <laughs> as far as the story, the way I know, so written by Dolly Parton, we should yeah, say. it was written by Dolly. When did Dolly release hers? Nineteen seventy four. Yep, yeah, seventy four. Re- recorded written, in seventy three. Written yeah. because she was firing her manager, right? Right. Wasn't that the story behind as she was writing it? I actually did not know that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Here it is. Written as a farewell to her former partner and mentor. Okay, I thought it was man. But I got yeah. Porter okay. Wagner. Porter Wagner. Oh, man. You're talking about Porter a rhinestone dude, weird man. motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Porter, look at that purple outfit. Oh, rhinestone. Flaming blonde hair. What a my, guy, man. They, they, I've seen him live. Yeah, my, but, my buddy Eric high. at work. Yeah, those are up by yeah. I was talking about last week. He's a big country music fan, but like old right. country. He hates all the new shit. Oh, yeah. But like, Roy Acuff um, yeah, but he was he was talking about that. Roy Clark. I said, yeah, that same Buck, that same farm aid that I fell down and yeah. started puking at. Um, <laughs> who who's who's the country girl that sings uh, Dime Store Cow Girl? Um, brunette Gretchen Wilson. No, close though. Um, not Catherine <laughs> what, McPhee. What it's, song? What, what song? It's called Dime Store. Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. That's who it was. It totally it was if we only had a guy that could Google that, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I'm sitting here guessing. <laughs> Casey Casey Musgraves played there. <laughs> we just had a computer. Yeah, in the studio. I'm not used to power. Giant flat screen right now. Right oh, giant flat screen. Instead, we have a Limp Biscuit set list up there. Oh, in all honesty, that's the wallpaper. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the time I saw Lynn that's the wallpaper. Oh, the oh. I, I, I thought you meant the uh, picture you sent around the yeah. other day when you showed the new remodel of the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're not going to talk about that, Mark. Yeah, it was Casey Musgraves, but she uh, she played she played that farm aid earlier in the day, and everyone in her entire band was all a bunch of guys in pink cowboy outfits oh that God. had like rhinestones all over it. Yeah. And I was telling Eric about it at work and I was like, showed him a picture. And he's like, who the fuck do they think they are? Porter <laughs> Wagner. And I'm like, I have no idea who Porter Wagner is. Oh my God. And he like pulls this up and he's just like, Oh, look at this shit. He's just yeah. showing me oh, pictures yeah. of the way that guy dressed. Yeah. It was pretty funny. It's but, always so sad that those like, they're legitimate. Um, musicians, but I, I watched that dance monkey. That's yeah, it's like, get paid, they're just on. like you could just see it in their eyes. Like I'm just I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting paid, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No wonder God. they drank so much. Back but some in the of day. those dudes can shred. Like I, you oh, know, dude, I watched yeah. that Taylor Swift documentary because. All the session music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, uh, right. You didn't watch it. Your wife watched and a it. Bottle of Curel. 
and like her guitarist is like, he's good. Oh, dude, they all oh, are. Yeah, all those hired talented. guns, man. You they're don't all get good. to that. But you know, he gets together with his buddies and they're like, hey, we haven't seen you a couple months. Where you been? Yeah, I was on tour with Taylor Swift. Yeah, uh, <laughs> most of the guys were like, awesome, dude. Yeah, just like, yeah. Then what was? Yeah, I know. You gotta get. And then you show me your check. Yeah, it's like, you know how much I got paid to do that? Yeah, a lot of money. Absolutely, a lot of money. No, but um, the the Whitney song, I pull go back to that uh. That deal. I can't remember what the song was initially. There was supposed to be. Oh, in the movie? Yes. It was supposed to be a different song when it comes down to it. Go to the bodyguard. It'll be under that, I'm sure. The bodyguard. Um, the body odor. If you go right. <laughs> right there by your left. Yeah, there you go. Not, not your left, my left. Yeah, if you go down to the. Uh, it, won, it won an Academy Award for the best original song. Of course. Of course. It is one of the top, I believe, five. Selling albums of all time. That's, That's right, track. right. When we were talking yeah. about that earlier, yep. in an earlier episode, I think it was the best album of the nineties. It's his best-selling soundtrack of all but, time. But yeah, the, yeah. yeah did, didn't that beat out ACDC's "Back in Black"? I believe "Back in Black" is the number two. Maybe that is. Maybe it is yeah. the highest-selling album I, I, I of all time. I think that uh, the Bodyguard wow. is a uh, beat out ACDC for "Back in Black." Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of mothers. Uh, buying, <laughs> buying that song every single that was like yeah. can you imagine how that flew off the shelves at Christmas oh yeah and birthdays and Mother's Day oh, yeah, <laughs> right. it's just like yeah we sold another 40 million copies oh exactly no it was supposed to be another song I know this okay and they um, how do you know this because I watched a documentary on it actually oh, okay and um there you go soundtrack original I read through that I didn't see it you didn't see anything it was it was there was supposed to be another song that she was gonna do and something happened to where they had to throw it out like near the end and Costner is the one who said well what about I will always love you the Dolly Parton song right that and Kevin it was Costner his, it was his idea I would totally let him cuck my old lady <laughs> cuck <laughs> my god okay, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor bastard is it called what Be- what becomes of the broken hearted that's jimmy ruffin that's the old uh the old motown song was oh, that what it was supposed to be uh looks she like was originally to record yep a different song as the lead single her co-star um, kevin cosner requested i will always love you okay playing her right. linda ronstadt mm. version Okay, yeah, Linda Ronstadt's Linda is Ronstadt. more formatted that way. So, so than who Dolly's. used to play in Linda Ronstadt's band? Glenn Glenn Bright. Bright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it all comes back to in this day flies. <laughs> in this day, today on Fried Five, on this day in Glenn Fry history. Oh my gosh. Glenn ate a Southwest salad at TGI Fridays. <laughs> he went down to saying, quote, it was good, <laughs> but I wouldn't order it again. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> that, in fact, that is what it's on. That is what I saw it on. There is a documentary on Netflix about David Foster. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I haven't watched it. But he is the producer. Yeah, underrated as kind of in the. Why background, are you getting right? angry, no, Joel? Not getting, I wasn't getting angry. Huh? 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 No, no, I don't believe he's underrated as a as a producer at all. He's oh. like one of the most renowned ones. Oh, okay. But well, okay. he is. I guess I should just say producers in yeah. general don't get the credit. Yeah, they probably yeah. Deserve. Very, uh, don't right. sit around and talk about yeah. the yeah. album with Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta pick up my kids at four. <laughs> Sorry, James. No, um, yeah, on that documentary, they talked about it because I watched it. And it was pretty much David Foster's life and all so the shit that he produced. What, that he was what a part network of. did you see this documentary on? Because I'd like to see it's it. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I believe it's on Netflix. It's actually like the, the trailer is of like. <laughs> 
him talking about yeah. I always loved, at least the one I saw. I forget what the headline is with yeah. it. Um, if you if you look ah, it up, geez, David I Foster wish we had a tool. I know. If, if, only, yeah, we had, wish we had if, if only we had inf- you know. infinite information at our fingertips. <laughs> David, David Foster Wells. documentary. Net worth, not net. Oh, he's not worth a bunch. Netflix. There we go. There off, the off the record. Off the there record. you go. David yeah. Foster off the record. Yeah, it's pretty amazing the stuff that he was involved with. Just all the songs he did, like wrote like every huge hit that like Celine Dion ever. Did. Remember all those? Oh, wow. My heart will go on and all I that know. shit. He was a part of all of that. Who did like David Foster hit with his car as a popular search. It, yes, it was. It was. Um, what, what it was the? a. It was a famous person. It was a musician. Really? Yes. You could just click that thing that just says click yeah. the, the so, link um, there, Mike. Our master Googler, Ben Vereen. <laughs> it was a yeah. Oh, good lord. What uh, what did I forget? What Ben Vereen did, but he was um, he well, was famous. Well, starts to go down well, the rabbit hole. hole. Right. We're going down the rabbit hole. Fuck it. Uh, I think he's boy. going to die. I hit the shit out of this guy. Ver- <laughs> he's an actor. <laughs> I hit that motherfucker like it was my job. <laughs> what was he in? Um, uh, he looks for Ben Vereen. Yeah, go down. Go down to his uh, filmography. Oh. He was in Jesus Christ Superstar. That's right. He played there Judas in go. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, he's done more than that. Though. Yeah. Yeah, he looks familiar to me. Yeah, he, yeah, he I kind would of not recognize him from career. that. He, he looks like uh, they have a filmography all the Pippen. way at the bottom. Wicked. Yeah, he was a big, uh, I know he was a big Broadway guy, yeah, but I'm pretty like sure he did some guy. movies. Reagan, he was in The Nanny. An episode How of I The Nanny. Mother. Oh, that might be it. Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation. Yeah, Mark's like, yeah, yes. that's what I know. Yes. Bob, Bob. <laughs> he was in Fresh Prince Bel Air. Oh, that's probably what it is then. If he's from Fresh Prince, oh, we can't oh, talk about him. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, but he hit right. that dude. That dude was either high or it's probably the story's probably down under, uh, under the bottom what of it. Was he in Fresh Prince? Was he? Uh, Look at all those films we just scrolled. Oh yeah, up. House of Pain. Look that's that that's TV. He was in a bunch of shit. Yeah, Silk yeah. Stockings. You guys remember that? Yes, show? I yeah. do remember that. Mike, it was always on. I never liked it. But it was always on like USA. I was too young. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Almost, it was but like I damn near softcore porn. He was on Love Boat. He was on the Love Boat. Mm. Three room. Three room was. The plane. Does it have? Yeah, any, does it have anything about? It's like his law. Hey, he was on Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, criminal intent. A lot of a lot of single character. It's a true story. Role things. Right. Is there anything under, underneath that, that about his <laughs> accident? God damn. Or would it be his personal? It's you think you would think it would be personal life. Uh, Sounds like he's all right though. He's divorced. Yeah, he was. Um, he's an active Democrat. <laughs> Where the hell? Why? How is that? Three left accidents out? in one day. <laughs> I've what? Had that. Yeah, here it is. Oh, yes, wow. that's Listen. it. That's yes, that's it. Read in that. In 1992, Vereen suffered three accidents in one day oh when his car hit a tree, God. causing him to hit his head on the roof of his car. Then he suffered a stroke while he was walking on a Malibu highway, apparently veering into the road. Where he was struck by a car driven by record producer David David Foster. Oh my! Yep, that's a bad day. I know. Yes. That, but they he, but they said that he wasn't living right. They said in that documentary yeah. that had Foster not hit him, he probably would have died. Because by them the hitting him, him to the hospital, it got him to the stroke. It, it got them to him faster because he was disoriented walking in the road. Oh, it was wow. on like Mulholland Drive or something. It was in the hills of wow. of L.A. or Malibu. He's the Godfather wow. of that's Usher. A, that's a good drive. Yeah. He, <laughs> Look this guy is amazing. Well, this guy's coming amazing. from the top row. <laughs> he's, he's the first cousin <laughs> of Shane Vereen. Right? New York Giants running back. Oh, yeah. wow. Screw the NFL. <laughs> fuck you, fucking fuckers. Yeah. So, um, but you know, no, that oh, whole documentary is crazy. What that, what that dude's a part of. But and it talks about his personal life. You know, David Foster and what he. 
you know, pretty much the relationships <laughs> that he has with his kids now because he pretty much pseudo had to kind of abandon him because of his work. But now mm. another one of his daughters has become a producer and she's won a Grammy now producing stuff. So, mm. wow. but Good yeah, that song, I mean, that That's song is just, song. I mean, you'd still hear it just the, the opening, mm. you know, oh, the, yeah. the acapella start to it. It's just like, my mm. God. It's so sad what happened to her too, man. Oh, it's yeah. just like she I, went fix Bobby Brown. <laughs> <right>, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> I read once that uh Dolly Parton when she first heard Whitney Houston's version was like driving and heard it on the radio and like bawled her eyes. Yeah, I bet she, she knew does. like hers wouldn't be remembered as well because oh yeah, this one was just oh, yeah. right. Just I mean, it always yep. makes you wonder. And we've we've talked about uh, Foo Fighters and Prince, like how they feel about. Songs I, being covered. I know she supported it in several. So I'm going to talk about several of the ones that we're nominating here about that. Yeah. At least with my picks, uh, you know, they were backed by the. Yeah, most of them. <laughs> most most of the time, they support them. It seems like that. Right. Other than, yeah. un, except when you're in, in, in my wouldn't. You? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously, <laughs> what good does well, it you do? Know like, here, yeah. Well, you know, here, yeah, millions you know of they're dollars. Probably sitting back no. going, that motherfucker. Yeah, it's good. God damn it! Right. Like, yeah, so. I, I, I think Pearl Street. I'll do a version yeah. of. Uh, of I Will Always Love You. Chris <laughs> right. Cornell has a version of it. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, it's completely different. Not a huge fan of it. But, really? Yeah. I don't think I've heard it. Yeah, I'm not a, uh, not a, I'm not a huge fan of his, uh, you see his Patience cover recently that came out, Chris Cornell. They released an acoustic version of him doing G&R's Patience. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Just not. Not there. For as, for not as there. Much, for as much as I don't, I, and that's what's so weird about Guns N' Roses. We're going down a bunch of rabbit holes, but like, um, but Gun, are we ever going to get the Kyle? No, no, we won't ever. Guns N' Roses, uh, Guns N' Roses, uh, everything they do cover wise, I absolutely hate. They have never done a cover song that I think didn't suck balls. Really? Like everything that wow. shut the fuck up. <laughs> and um, God, you're like a fucking gnat. And, uh, I know. I'm sorry. I feel bad about that. Yeah, but I bother you. you I did quit after three seconds. Yeah. So. It's just like, Jesus Christ. The joke is over 10 seconds ago. And, <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to yeah. shut up so we can move oh, on. Yeah. And, uh, not happening. And, um, no, but like their, their, version of, uh, their version of the fucking um, Live or Let Die, awful. Live or Let Die. Heaven door, awful. There are versions of it. You like that knocking on heaven's door version of from GNR? It's awful. But anytime someone tries to cover, no, because he quit whistling. Anytime, anytime someone tries to cover GNR, I think it sucks. So it's just like it's weird. They can't cover. They can't do it. They can't do that. So anyway, going down that. Want to whistle some more, Mark? No, <laughs> not a lot Let's of songs. Let's talk about Dustin. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of songs that feature whistling. <laughs> that bagpipes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's hard to argue with the Whitney Houston one. Yeah, it's, I it's mean, great. Song, yeah, so. she belts all the Joel wants to argue with everything else today. It's true. That's <laughs> not. What about <laughs> telling somebody to shut up is arguing? Yes. Now he's going to be all butthurt for the rest of the episode. Don't tell me to shut up. Joel won't let me whistle. She won't let me whistle. Crushing my self esteem. You ruined my self esteem. This place smells like Tinkle. All right, Kyle. Your first nominee, Joe Cocker. Oh, yes, I get by. 
yeah. with a little help from us. That's uh, that. That's one of the greatest ones ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, yep. and he yeah. sings it so well. I like too that he did it completely differently. Yes, like yes. he took it and completely changed the tempo, all that mm-hmm. stuff, and made it what it is. And it, I mean, that to me is one on the list that you can argue that. He, it's it's bigger than the original. I mean, I obviously, so. the I, yeah. I, I, I will always love you dun, is too dun, dun. true. But like, dun. yeah, this definitely is more recognized, I believe. <laughs> but I right. mean, the original's from the Beatles, so it was obviously a big hit too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, so, definitely. And uh, and how much of that do you think is the Wonder Years? Uh, I think there's oh, yeah. something oh, to it. Right? What a great, yeah, I mean, great use bit. of a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched live video of that guy performing that at like Woodstock? No, I he's a maniac. He looks like he was he walked out from being underneath a shower head. He's so yeah, his long it hair is like is flying out of his like face. It's like almost it's uncomfortable to look at. He's so sweaty. He's probably all cocaine. hopped up on that LSD oh, yeah. and cocaine. No drugs at all. Sweat no. sounds so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> One of the original Woodstock it, performers. It, it, it's yeah. like sitting here at the table watching Joel sweat. It's true. It's true. It happens. I can't. I can't turn the fan setting up past low, or else Dustin yells at me. <laughs> Don't tell him the fan's still on. I do it. I do it. But the bad thing about it, we're all downwind. Yeah, I know. I took a shower after Mike got here because I had to. I was wondering why you disappeared. Oh, oh I, I thought you two showered oh, together. Yeah, I tried to get him in there, but let's save some yeah, water. He was, he <laughs> he had to mix up the cucumber salad. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. The actual cucumber salad. I get by with a little help from my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, how, how do we feel about Across the Universe, the movie? Mm, that's interesting. Mm, I'm not, I'm have not you seen it? On, yeah, I have. Interesting watch. I'm not um, big on uh How musicals. do you feel about Yesterday? I liked Yesterday. I didn't I have make not it through s- it. I have not you didn't it. make it through it? I, listen, really? It is on the very short list of movies because I've got a touch of the OCD if you all haven't realized it yet. Uh, no. It's on the very short list of movies that I didn't make through. Really? Mulholland Drive is on that list. That was fucking terrible. And they talk about that movie. <laughs> I was, like, so, was so lost. Good. I turned it off. It I was, was uh, awful. Yeah. No, it was Even the up. nudity scenes were terrible in it, too. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the uh, cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> How many chances um, do you get to see Naomi Watts naked? And then it's like, yeah, the, uh, what? There's, they screwed it all up. Yeah. Technicolor. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> wow. Damn. I mean, I think the thing is, you make a movie like that, and it's like, it leans so heavily on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, across the universe, I thought, when was did you, cool. when, did you, when did you turn it off on yesterday? Do you remember? Mm. How do you, like, how far did you get into it? I mean, he definitely. Was Ed Sheeran in it? Was Ed, had he <laughs> gotten think... there yet? I think that's probably about around the time. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably still on my Amazon Prime. I could go back. And- <laughs> yeah. You should go back and watch it. Did I you, thought it was good. Did you just turn it off or fall asleep? No, I turned it off. Okay. Well, yeah, that's really it. Conscious. Fuck it. Click. I was I, just like, you know, my wife and I just looked at each other and were like, I'm not in Yeah. Me. Maybe we, should we don't do, do that often. We should do a top five of movies that we've turned off. <laughs> Ooh. There's not many because I will I sit oh, through yeah, a bad yeah, movie. I, know. I feel like I've, by the time I determine that it sucks, right. I've invested too much time in it I'm to not finish it. Right, it's yeah. like, yeah. You, you yeah. don't tough it out. Yeah. I have to be like completely lost or know exactly where it's going. 
mm-hmm. to be like, all right, well, the most recent too predictable. Indiana Jones would be my. You turn that nominee. off? I did not turn Crystal it off. Skull? I fell asleep in the movie theater. I've really? never fallen asleep in a <laughs> movie so theater. It was so boring. It was so bad. I fell asleep oh, in the movie theater. Is that the one that... with uh, Sean Connery? No, 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 that's Shia, that's Last no. Crusade. This one has Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I've never God. seen that one. Really? Yeah. It, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> to put but, it like but, but, you would say. But to, to defend it a little bit, I went back and watched it a second time on TV. And it was better than I remember how, you know, like you remember how bad a movie yeah, sucked. Right. And then you watch it again and you're like, it wasn't as bad as yeah. I remember Maybe it. Maybe just sucked in swallowed. Yeah. 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 But I made it better than just sucking. <laughs> no. Kyle, Kyle gives it three Zs. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep in the movie. Yeah. I turned off. I turned off. I turned off the talented Mr. Ripley. I never yeah, started. I couldn't get through that one. That was a little weird. Yeah. I couldn't get through that one. You're not a big like Matt a... Damon fan, though, are you? Not really. No, Matt Damon. No, uh, like it depends. Damon. There's stuff Good that he's hunting. Oh, obviously that Rounders. Yeah. Rounders. He was Rounders good in. Was great. The Martian. But he was good in that. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. The Departed. I don't love him in that. But well, I, like I guess yeah. I won't. I won't say that I don't like him. But <laughs> all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's my favorite. Actor. He's the greatest right. actor of all time. Yeah. yeah. I have more issues with some of the movies he does that are just kind of like what, like, like, like what, like talented Mr. Ripley yeah. and like that hereafter. That did you see that one? The Clint Eastwood directed I one. That I think one. I've seen that he one. was like a. Um, what do they call the pe- uh, medium? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was kind of weird. I, I was going to watch that movie. It was just kind of like I just couldn't. It was, I, it I was weird. Yeah, it, I thought it was good in the oceans movies. Yeah, well, of course. But the, yeah. those movies were carried by a lot of guys that were it's awesome. Also true. Yeah, yeah. Well, Clooney, Don Cheadle, like, we'll You that. picked Cashmere. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, let the sun beat down upon <laughs> yeah. my face. <laughs> Still has Chris my ear. Yeah, <laughs> Cashmere. That's the best thing you can come up with. He's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about in there? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, do we? Do we like this version better than the Beatles version? I personally do. I do as well. I do. I matter of fact, I think that's, and that's hard to do because because I, I, I like it so much. I think I think it needs to be on the top five. I, 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 I agree. Do. I'd agree with that one already. Really All right, that's the show. Yeah. All right, thanks <laughs> guys for listening. Top three. Remember Jeez. to uh, hit us up on our Facebook. page. I guess we just rank them. Yeah, we now. Just rank <laughs> them as we go. Yeah. <laughs> You're moving yeah. too fast. When did, how, how long after the original? Yeah, you're going Mark, right for the yeah, beef, yeah, yeah. man. Give it a little bit of foreplay. Come it, on. I think Mark's it was hungry like a, or something here. Do a little flicking, yeah. I think it was like a year later. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We have lost it. We got him yeah, fired up now. Oh, I saw all those brats in the fridge, and I got turned on. <laughs> My uvula. <laughs> No, how how long how far in between the Beatles and the Cocker version? I think it was like a year. Oh, I, I should Cocker not have too. nominated know, a Cocker. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my Cocker. So Spocker, Spocker, the Cocker. Oh, no. It was one year. 60, oh, okay, only one Sergeant year. Sergeant Pepper came out in '67. Okay, Cocker did it in '69. Yeah, yeah. They did them a lot closer to each other back. Woodstock then. was '69. Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. He, he 
he literally, he literally just looked. He just threw right it out when there. When he said that sarcastically at you, he looked at me and then looked at you. Woodstock was 69, right? <laughs> He's too easy. Watch this. Yeah, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you are my little toy that I play with. Kyle's still in disgust. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> this is a serious pick of mine. <laughs> this song got me through some tough times. <laughs> yes, not have picked a Joe Cocker song. <laughs> I it, immediately regret this. Is it your favorite Joe Cocker song, though? I think so. You think so? I think it is. Is oh, that see, your favorite? That, Feeling All Right's my That's my mine, favorite, too. That's yeah, my favorite one, too. I love the, the intro. Dun, dun, dun. You, you Are So Beautiful is also dun, dun, a good song. Oh, right thanks, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, want, you, know, you know the best use, of, uh, aside, from, uh, aside from the Wonder Years, the best use of a Joe Cocker song? Are you going to say it? In flight? <laughs> oh, okay. What were you going to say? I thought you were going to go... Uh... <laughs> God, why can't I think the of... The best use of Cocker. <laughs> Alfalfa. Why can't I think of the... Little Rascals? Yeah. Little rascal. No, how dare you? You're such a child. No, um, in in uh, remember fl- sorry flight? for being well, young. Flight with, yeah, Dude, you love I, I don't know what you're gonna say. I, I do like that movie. Yeah, Lay it on me. Great where uh, where they got to call in John Goodman yes. after right right before he does the uh, fifty was that 50 what is he the night before he's testifying yeah. before the Senate Commission uh, or whatever that, that adjoining yeah the adjoining room, room was left unlocked and they had him locked in his room and he found the mini bar and he like think he's gonna. Like that's the moment in the movie where he's going to turn and be like, "No, I don't need this." He's going to say no because yeah, they cleared out the mini bar in his room, right? But yeah. the adjoining room was unlocked. <laughs> yeah, and the <laughs> door is like, yeah, getting, flapping while he's yeah. sleeping. Right, it wakes him up. And he goes in there, and that that mini bar is fully stocked. <laughs> and you that see guy's him, now calling. Yeah, you, you see him pick it up. You see him pick it up, and then he sets the bottle back down, and he steps out of screen, and then his hand just whop takes it, <laughs> and he proceeds to drink the whole mini bar. They find him, and he's like a just a fucking mess in this room, and they have to call it John Goodman's his drug dealer buddy, and he's like walking in, and he's like knows how to sober him up, right? So he's like, "All right, baby, we're gonna do," it. and he's like always talking to him. He's like, "We're gonna do the." three eight balls and then we're gonna do that and then we're gonna follow it up with some blunts and um he's like now what i need out of you to like the guys who are babysitting about who's got a hundred dollar bill and he's like i got a 20 and he's like that'll work (laughs) like in a but they so they're like doing they're doing like a line of blow together and then he's like smokes a pot and then he does another line and then they like do something else and right after he gets it, it like cuts. It Denzel's walking out of the walking out with like his aviators yeah. on, right. out of his that hotel, going to the Senate Commission, and they're playing. <laughs> I'm feeling all right. <laughs> He's going, and I was like, yeah, I loved that placement. That was, yeah, was that a Zemeckis movie, right? Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. Zemeckis. That was awesome. awesome. Yeah, I love. I love Joe Cocker. Love that song. Oh yeah, that's a great song. Good pick, definitely. Thank you. All right, my first <laughs> nomination. Mike said that it was uh, it was it was a little too obvious, but I felt that it it had to be because it's the greatest <laughs> oh, cover version of a song <laughs> oh, ever. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix's is "All Along the Watchtower." Mm. Mm. Man, like, yeah. awful Man. pick. Hendrix is on the list. <laughs> Mark, your second pick. No, the um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's the best version of this song. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, it's so good to the point where people don't know that most people don't know that Dylan did yeah, it first. I mean, right? you know, right. a bunch of a bunch of people will not like this, but you know, I'm not a huge Dylan fan as a as an artist, but I am as a you're songwriter. You're gonna get yelled out next. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I, making I, my rounds I, today. 
<laughs> you motherfuckers. Did I whistle? <laughs> <laughs> but we did. I just, yes. Oh, no, I yes. mean, I just... Well, and here's the other thing, too. I heard Hendrix's version first. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I think everyone... Right. everyone yeah. it, it's and then so you far hear overshadowing. Dylan's, and it's like... Not good. Yeah, that be yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The devil got through the thieves. Yeah. <laughs> Great rendition there. Oh, yeah. And, um... No, but I, I couldn't disagree with you more on Dylan as a singer. I mean, he's he's an awful singer. He's an awful guitar player, but he's Bob Dylan, and that's the way he sounds, and that's why. Oh, wow. he, Who can argue anyone? with that? I he's, know. he's terrible at everything, but he's good. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. If I'm ever in legal trouble, yeah. I know who to hire. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's guilty, but no, he did it. I, I thought it was Warren Zevon. Yeah. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Yeah. You know that song? I, I love that song. No, yeah. yeah. Lawyers, Guns, and Money. The Wait. shit has hit the fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, he's... No. I'm confused. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. It was a very subtle Mark joke. <laughs> it was... He said, he said oh, I, know, I know who to call if I ever... Oh. And then he said, ever Lawyers, Guns, Warren, and Money. Call Warren yeah. Zevon. Is that and, uh, the joke is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. He's dead, though. If you ever like trouble, to. call Warren Zevon. Yeah. I don't think he'll answer. If you're ever in London... If you're ever in London... That's your one call. <laughs> really, Warren Zevon? <laughs> yes, information. I would like the number for Roy yeah, Warren yeah. Zevon. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I think the only. Um, I don't. There is no knock on that song at all. I mean, how do you knock? No, yeah. Dylan. I mean, even the yeah, Dylan's version because you've heard Hendrix's first, but I think it was two years after Dylan released his. Uh, Hendrix released his. Um, Dylan released his in '67. I feel like this is—is is this something that's changed? Not not to go down another tangent here, but no. When we, I was do we do doing a ton that? of research to try to find something, because these guys jumped in five minutes after we decided what the topic was, <laughs> <laughs> took, all the, took all the good ones, yeah. so then I had to dig deep. Uh, to like involved, it seems like dude. back in the day, it was like, yeah, this was uh, sixty-seven. That it was redid in sixty-eight. Like yeah. I don't feel like that happens now. No. Is that just because no. music sucks now? Yes. 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 There's yes. nothing like, nothing good enough to well, and, redo any. Yeah. And the the. Yeah. I think my theory behind this. How many Taylor Swift songs you got to? Hey, 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 exactly. hey, now. Easy hey, now. Exactly. Um, I think. Tread lightly. Easy now. <laughs> the, my, my theory behind that would be that musical genres were more isolated then. Like people were more prone. Like you were a rock guy, or you were a Motown guy, or you were a country guy, or you were a blues guy. And, and that's a good point. There's so much blending. Yeah, now, right now, now. Yeah. And, and and music is just way more accessible now too. Right. You can. Ooh. You don't have to not make noise with that. Like oh, people, we like people to hear the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and then, yeah, it sounded a little weird. Yeah. But di- but Hendrix was notorious for doing. I mean, covers the stuff. Well, it's like, didn't what was the story with him playing in London, and the Beatles had just dropped Sgt. Pepper's like three days before, and he opened his show in London with the Beatles watching him. Nice with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely well, Hearts Club Band. I mean, I mean, wow. what, what a tribute, right? Well, and that's what he said. But like all of his band members, so are like, no, they'll be offended by it. Like you're right. trying to steal, and he goes, no, not if we do it good. <laughs> and it was like, and the Beatles like gave him a standing ovation for it, and everyone was right. blown away. Like he's playing the Beatles. A lot different back then. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I know. But they all um, those guys just wanted like good music out, and now it's all so bland. Yeah. Right? It is right. bland. I mean, I, I feel bad for the and, kids. Yeah. But have you heard WAP, Mark? Oh my god! <laughs> you probably like it. You're like, oh know, my you're like, god! No, I actually, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was encouraged by my crew last night. They're like, "Oh, you haven't heard 
WAP. And I'm like, no, what is this? And my young, my youngest guy on my crew is like, oh, you're going to love this, Sarge. Yeah. So he, uh, he fucking dials it up. I'm like, I'm like appalled. <laughs> Like this, man. I thought I thought Kia yeah. was was outrageous. The, Kia walks or Cardi B can run. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the second I heard oh that song, god. I immediately thought of Mark. Oh <laughs> my like, god! He, does he has he heard this yet? Uh, and, have you, Michael? Oh, I've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you sing it to your daughter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There's some hoes in this house. There's yeah, some hoes in this house. That's what I was thinking. Good God! And this is what you're teaching your young girls yeah. today. That's what I, I I got some reactions Good on my Lord. on my Facebook page where I posted that uh, that WAP is the is the musical equivalent of the tale of Scrody Big Booger <laughs> South Park. It's just like, what can we do to make this as disgusting as possible? Yeah, it has kidding. no artistic content. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Not only is it horribly written, it's horribly performed. Yeah. Just, uh, I, mean, I mean, okay. So we'll have d- all right, different all right. definitions. Just of art. because your pullout game is weak, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Park your Mack truck. <laughs> I don't have a Mack truck. Yeah, I'm more. I'm more of a. I'm more of a Tonka truck. <laughs> a Hot Wheel. Is there room for my Fiat in there? <laughs> That's right. They should go to our Facebook page. Yeah, and yeah. Comment on that. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what you think uh, out there. Is there a photo on our Facebook page? Uh, yeah, we should that put was one taken on there. down. We, we should. We we, we yeah. should. You should put the uh, YouTube link up there. And... I, I will. I'll do that. I'll do the YouTubes because people love. Oh I mean, do they even God. play that they, on YouTube? They, they have the YouTube lyrics. You got to sign in. So, so I went to the YouTube <laughs> yeah. lyrics yeah. version of the song. Yeah. And I was like, I'm reading this and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of got my attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a what Mac Mark truck. didn't know is he was reading the uh, the not explicit version that you can only find in the beginning. <laughs> Mr. Wet and gushy. What are you <laughs> Mr. Falcon. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Falcon <laughs> version. The mis- they should call every edited version the Mr. Falcon version. <laughs> Instead of radio edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, to, go to our social media and tell us what you think. Yeah, exactly. No, but just the Watchtower, the lyrics are one of those ones that are debated all the time about what it actually means, what mm-hmm. it's about. And it's the WAP, mean, WAP Tower. Yeah, What's yeah, it mean WAP, to you, WAP Tower. What does it mean to me? Yeah. It's about um, being an outsider in society that. I mean, and like pretty much like look, looking at things from you're not not being a part of the establishment and how you know you pretty much have to have a, a alternate point of view to survive and there's a little bit in there about how it's going to come to a head eventually with you know yeah. they're talking about the um all along the watchtower princes kept their view women came and went barefoot servants too that's obviously like society and you know the 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 structure of that but then you know a wildcat's growling in the outside. Two riders are approaching. The wind's howling, and uh, you know that pretty much about like it's going to come to a head with the way that the world is, the structure, the way that it's set up, is what I take from it. No, I think that's a good take. But that's yeah, but I don't. You, you said yeah. you said that better than I could have articulated it, but I agree. Yeah, but it's it's a little bit confusing with the beginning because I'm not quite sure how I concur. I concur. <laughs> Why didn't I concur? No, um, <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit confusing in the first verse where they're talking about like the the Joker and the thief and how they're like getting along, but how they're yeah. pseudo kind of compared. Now I don't know his definition of the thief, whether or not that's just somebody who's poor, who has to steal to, 
to survive in the establishment thing, but like him and, and the the Joker, the metaphor for the performer, the arts person is they're kind of on the same level and they're the two riders riding into that. I mean, it's kind of pretentious, but it was, it was and the, the watchtower kind of signifies like societal norms. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's yeah. what I take That's from it. I Kyle, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Do you concur? Do you concur? How much part of your give a fuck is yeah. broken on this one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we, do we talk about the watchtower curse of mine? Oh, yeah. yeah go ahead. I'll, Joel and I attend a lot of Dave Matthews concerts yes. together. Yes. I enjoy the song. I enjoy Dave's version of it, but yep. I don't want to hear it every time I go see him. <laughs> I've still yet to hear Dave Matthews do Sledgehammer. Yeah. I would like to hear oh God, that and I'm the opposite. While. If I hear that one more fucking time, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> no, they... For, for those of you know, I've, I've seen, not that I'm tooting my own horn because I'm kind of embarrassed toot, toot, about it, but toot, I've, I've, I've seen Dave, I've seen Dave Matthews like over 50 times, and uh, we always go multiple shows every summer. And Mike got into it later in the game, and you've probably been going for 10 years now, probably haven't you? Probably. And um, but poser. Up until <laughs> up until then, I saw I saw like 30, almost 30 shows before Mike started watching and coming to the shows too. And I heard Dave Matthews close with Watchtower one time okay. in that entire time. Since he has started going, how many have you, have? has he ever closed with anything else? Yeah. He, yeah. Um, I know he's he's done Ants a couple times to close. Yeah. That's the other go-to Let's, let's say... 60 to 75% of the time I've seen him. Yeah, it's almost like a guarantee if Mike's coming to the show it's going to be closed with that <laughs> one and it's kind of like yeah, it kind of it kind of ruins the, yeah. the No, the first the time I saw it, he they they went into the stairway yeah. bridge, yeah. which that was awesome because it was the first time I had heard it and then they did that, but after that, I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, right. I got it. But yeah, time to go. Right, Grab up the coolers. Let's hit the road, yeah. Jack. <laughs> We're not allowed to take coolers in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this isn't phrase pavilion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right. Hendrix is on the list. All right, everybody. It's time for this week's podcast promo spotlight. We said it a few times before. Some of you may not have heard it. How the independent podcast game works is we like to find shows that are along the same lines as ours. We like to trade promos with them. We play their promo on our show. They play our promo on their show, trying to help recruit more fans for each other. Maybe get the word out there a little bit more. Today's podcast is a funny one, I believe, out of Kentucky. I've actually become a fan of it. Some of them you do. Some of them you don't. This one I'm a fan of. It is the Hillbilly Horror Stories podcast. You can find them at hillbillyhorrorstories.com. Paranormal on the funny side. Host Jerry and Tracy Polly will tell you spooky stories from around the world. It's a really funny show. Check it out. Hillbilly Horror Stories. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. And I'm Tracy. We are the host of Hillbilly Horror Stories. What we do every week is we tell you mostly paranormal stories, and then we throw in a couple of uh, unsolved mysteries, maybe a little bit of true crime if it's creepy enough. And the beauty of this is that Tracy doesn't know the show, correct? This is correct. Never do. So then what happens when you don't know the show? 
I'm just as surprised as anybody else is. And that's the beauty of what our show is. We basically get the same reactions out of Tracy as what the listener at home is getting. And I think that's been a success to our show so far. Yeah, I think it works. We also use our show to promote mental health awareness and suicide awareness every show. So we get the added bonus of trying to help people out while you get to listen to paranormal shows. Amen. And that's what's important to us. So please subscribe to Hillbilly Horror Stories wherever you listen to your other podcasts. Mark, you're number two. Well, let's talk about some good old Irish drinking songs with one of my favorite bands. The band of Metallica. This song was originally done by Thin Lizzy. Oh, yes. It's uh, now... Um, oh, go ahead. Keep on. Finish. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Because I'll, I'll bring it up afterwards. No, th- no Thin Lizzy originally <laughs> came out with the song, and I'm not exactly sure what's our year. 1962? No. Uh, the Highwaymen who recorded in 1962. That's yeah. That's what I was going to bring. The up. Irish rock band Thin Lizzy did it and in made it a hit. 73. Yes, right. And the song Metallica. that uh, Metallica brought back in their Garage series was "Whiskey in Whiskey the Jar." In the jar oh, right? Or <laughs> what, and I think that yeah, yeah. What a great rendition, man. Oh man, and completely different. Like oh, yeah. completely different. Oh yeah. Uh, I, man, I remember it when just, that dropped. That was yeah. awesome. I was like, man, that moves my soul. <laughs> are you? How are you with Metallica, Mike? You I like, love Metallica. Yeah. Do you like him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you like him better or worse than Blink One Eighty Two? Oh gosh, worse. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my studio. <laughs> I love me some Blink. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh god, great version. It was on the second Garage, Garage Days. Day. Yeah. There was one. How does that? When you bring that up, the um. They had an uh, an early garage days that was like a there was a, the first one. Um, it was in was when did that first one come out? It was in the there's Garage Inc. Yeah, it was the original Garage Inc. One. And oh, then I the thought. the second follow up was that both of them like it was a second disc with it because the one that I, the one that I got came out in yeah it was yeah, hit, hit that one. hit that yeah Garage Inc. There. It was okay. on there, right? Yeah, it was on that one. Yeah. So so ninety eight. Now there there was a okay Garage now day yes. revisited. When did that go. come out? Eighty seven. Okay. Good Which, Lord. Yeah, I know. I've been out that long. Yeah. Long time. Good God. Yeah, because well, I've been on midnights yeah. way too long, man. <laughs> so many people talk oh, Jesus. so many people talk about uh about and especially the guys that were Metallica fans, you know. Right. It's all been down since Cliff Burton died. Yeah. And it's like I, I didn't even know who that was until yeah, exactly. I listened to him later. But um it's but, a bass player one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Died in the bus accident right. in Ireland, I believe. Um and uh they t- they they make references to garage garage ink or garage days right and there would always be confusion because i would be like no you know like there were two different albums and right. i thought it was just one because the only one garage ink is different than garage days revisited but i wanted to say that garage ink were the same songs on the first album i thought but i don't know i'd i'd, I'd have to dig deeper into that what the no, they're different songs because there's yeah. the there's the Garage Days Revisited. I actually think of, the go ahead, Mike. Are they re-recorded? Is that what Disc Two Garage Days Revisited is? Mm, yes, maybe that's it. And they're like B sides and 
like one-offs is what they're calling them. Hmm. These tracks clips we said was inspired throughout the early years of the band. Like, so maybe they just right. re-recorded the albums. I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to speak to this. You get no, somebody not, on here who will yell uh, about. Why don't you go to our Facebook page? Yeah, yeah and tell us. Yeah. Light us up on the Facebook page. Tell us what a fucktard we are. Go on. Yeah. I think that's absolutely the best version of the song. Oh, and hands down. Yeah. I mean, and it's just so, it's so, did they took it? I mean, like it wasn't, like they said, it was an Irish, right. it was, what do they call those Irish uh, jig? Or what do they call it? What are the uh, Irish, what do they call Irish people? <laughs> what do Irish people call it? Jig? Jig? It was an Irish folk right. song, I guess. Or what they would call it. Irish Traditional Irish, Irish folk song. Uh. And, um, and yeah, it just kind of had that Irish bounce to it if you listen to the original one. Yeah. And then you... You they they completely made it a rock song like, like it, the Star it, Spangled Banner. Yeah, it doesn't even sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, isn't that based on like a like an old drinking tune? I like have the no melody? idea. Yeah. Oh, you never heard that? I never heard that before. Yeah, look it up there. I never heard that either. Star Spangled Spang Spangler 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 Scott Spangler. The tune of the Anacreon in Heaven. Hmm. <clears throat> By John Stafford Universe. Smith. Popular song of the time. 18th Century Gentlemen's Club Amateur Musicians in London. In London. In London. What? So, so is that considered a strip club My back in the day? My life is a lie. <laughs> that took me a minute. It took me like three seconds. 18th Century Gentlemen's Club. Like, oh, yeah. I see what he's saying. They were actually gentlemen, I think. They were actually oh, gentlemen, though. Okay. Darling, would you mind dropping your bustier? I have fittings. For you, a <laughs> <laughs> couple of shillings here are dropping yeah. your god about, darling. Oh, god. <laughs> I wonder what that would be like. Do, so, so, do they have the chase lounge dance versus the couch <laughs> yeah, dance? The, 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 the chase lounge dance, the stool dance. What was the music like? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was like What's Beethoven. The, har- yeah. the fucking harpsichords. I mean, I was out there striding on Elizabeth, stage four. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth. <laughs> Next on stage four. The lovely Elizabeth <laughs> Canterbury. <laughs> and the guy just yells it because he doesn't even have a microphone. Yeah, yeah he's out there with one of his horns, you know. <laughs> just the code. The code. Yeah. Right, right, right. Back now, in the day. Has anyone, um, <laughs> have we confirmed yet? Have we talked about this on a previous episode? Have we confirmed what strippers in strip clubs are operating in the age of COVID? Is that, are they open right now? Uh, Are you looking at the Mary? <laughs> Kyle's next well, to me. In, in, <laughs> in the perv's a... across the table. In my... <laughs> he puts the perv in supervisor or whatever. In my, de- in, in my defense, the last person I went to a strip club with, Mike, was you. Oh. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, you twisted my arm to go to it. Wow. <laughs> I need this. You're being selfish. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Don't you take this from me. <laughs> the Anacreon in heaven. I did not know that. Huh. I didn't know that either. Hey, Sly thing. 1700s pay on to drinking and sex. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. America. America. Yeah. Fucking America. Francis Scott Key knew what was up. What a legend. Yeah. Yeah, me and uh, yeah, me and wasn't crazy me that. and Mark went to uh, me and Mark went to the location where the Star Spangled Banner was written. That's right, for, yeah, yeah, on the infamous East Coast uh, bachelor party trip. Yep, in uh, Baltimore. My brother 
who refused to wear underwear at the time, uh, had split the ass of his pants right. while we were there. But he did out. interesting flex, but okay. And I had a, I had a uh, ass skin, boil. I had a, <laughs> and a large ass boil that was, was leaking. Oh, <laughs> so Jeff and I are in the back, and here's Joel. And, and, and his brother walking side by side on the sidewalk. Brett's ass is literally hanging out. So you see hairy butt crack. And then there's Joel with this big pus-soaked stain on the back of his oh pants. My God. And I said, God damn it, Jeff. That's got to make you proud, then. And he's like, oh, they're motherfuckers. <laughs> Stopping at a Goodwill because Brett was going to try to buy shorts. Buy a pair of shorts. But he was just like, I can't wear these without underwear on. He says, so I he can't just, buy a pair of someone else's pissed on shorts. He just, he just owned it. Yeah, that was an interesting. You, were, well, you remember that. You were, you were at the Dragons when I had the boil issue. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, that was. Uh, but we were in the gift shop yeah, at Fort right, McHenry. Yeah. And Brett's standing there trying to pay. And I reached into a slit on the back of his pants, started stroking his butt. <laughs> he looked at this woman like, <laughs> "Oh, that is hilarious!" Yeah, it was. The woman's oh, like, was "Sir," that's like, ah. <laughs> "Yeah, that was a that was a mess." There was no like sparse star spangled no. trousers or something. Uh, no, no, there wasn't. Be no. And you couldn't find a uh, department store anywhere. There's no Walmart, no Target. We were looking, yeah, because we were all down, you know, all going down 95. Yeah, between them, and there was nothing. And it was it was before. Smartphones like that to where right. you could look stuff up. It was okay. like just trying to find an exit yeah, where we, there was something. Didn't we have a Garmin? We did. Yeah, we had yeah. a Garmin for direction. We got no GPS. fight over that. Too. Right. <laughs> Surprised we I made it like, out of there alive. I was like, this alive. goddamn thing. I'm like, all it does is make me second guess myself. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, that was a, that was a, that was fun. All right. Yeah, good song, Mark. I like whiskey the in a jar. Too. I like the. Everybody pick. take a shot. That is yes. a good song. Good drinking song. It is. We'll be doing some drinking later when yeah. we're doing some barbecuing. That's right. Oh, yeah. Barbecuing with the boys. Mike, mm-hmm. you're number one. Number two, sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hard what? to handle. Black oh, Rose. Good great, pick. Great tune. Good pick. Great Who tune. originally did that? Uh Otis Redding, I think. Otis Redding? Oh. I knew it was what I knew it was an old soul song, and I, I saw this band do it uh on Beale Street in Memphis and BB King's it fucking nailed it. It was awesome. Such a yeah, Otis Redding, yeah, I, along I with Al Bell and Alan Jones. I did a lot of looking, a lot of looking. Oh my, I, I look for songs for literally 56 hours. Like, <laughs> wow, my phone's like, Come to bed, Mike. With, no. Come to bed. I gotta get this done. So, this was okay. When, uh, when was the when was the Otis Redding one recorded? 67. Release 68. 68. Yeah. yeah. Black wow. Crows was on Shake Yo Money Maker. Yeah, that's right. 90s. 1990. Yeah, because it was the, yeah, this year was, was supposed to be the 30, no fucking 30th anniversary. Wow. And they were they were doing a tour and we were, we were going to go to it. Yeah. Wow. And thanks a lot, COVID. No Steve Gorman, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> True. <laughs> Steve Gorman, the drummer, has, has gone on to an illustrious sports talk radio career. Yeah. Really? He's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he's on Fox Sports Radio. And, I did uh, not know that. Yeah. 
Huh. Which was, will be Mike's next gig. I know. He was, he was a guest on <laughs> um, he, was, he was a guest on the Adam, Adam Carolla show, and it was mm. pretty interesting because they got a little bit candid about just like he, right. he doesn't see eye to eye with those guys. The brothers are crazy. Well, they, yeah, they're, oh, really? they're notorious Gorman for... wrote a book. I don't yeah. think they loved that. Yeah, I'm and, sure they did. And then they just like cut him out of the reunion. Well, which, I mean, if you, if you like... If, you. It, they're the perfect dynamic of one of them's like a free spirit party animal... And the other one's like an uptight asshole. Like, and that's the that's that's the dynamic they like have. The Gallagher's. Yeah, it was some. Uh, that was the. It's <laughs> Rich and Chris, Chris and Rich Robinson. Yeah, Rich is the guitar player, and he's um he's yeah he's just like you just look at his face, and it's like this guy. Nothing is funny to this guy. Like he's just a hard ass. Yeah, he just has this, and he's like the you know a lot of the predominant songwriter too of the of the thing, and his brothers like. The, the free spirit front man that I'm sure just pisses him off every time they get around one another. Chris was married to Kate, Kate Hudson. Hudson. Was married to Kate Hudson. Yep, for and years. Yep, together? they have a couple. I think. Nice. I know they have at least one. Still and, married? And, no, 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 no. He fucked that up. Shocking. Oh yeah, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he did. <laughs> Significantly older than her too. But mm, but wow. yeah, they were. Uh, then I I think which Dustin did that. <laughs> Producer Dustin. There we go. Um, he he's a huge Black Rose fan, huge Black Rose fan, and um, but he was talking about that their their next one, the Magpie Salute, which is pretty much the it's Rich Robinson with a new lead singer, and they do the other songs, and they do like some more bluesier stuff. And he was like, "Man, you got to check these guys out." I saw him open for Chris Stapleton or where whoever he saw him open for down in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I listened to him, and I'm like, "That's all over for John it's Anderson." Just, it's just, yeah, that's all over for Big John Anderson. Roll, roll, seven, win. She was swinging, <laughs> eating chocolate pie. That's my, my favorite line. No, um, and yeah, he said they were awesome. But I, I tried, I watched videos and listened to some of their stuff, and it's just not the same without Chris to me. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just like you gotta have the crazy front man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, great, huge. Was the that a, was I'll that a number one? Uh, it had Maybe, to have been close. Probably. Um, um let's just see. Oh, that's porn. Uh, well, I was gonna <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with, what do they call that? When there's multiple ones, it's always listed on Wikipedia. Disambiguation or <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah gotcha. <laughs> um US Main Street Rock yeah. one Billboard twenty six. Yep. You had, it, yeah, mainstream. It was a mainstream rock. The only thing I'll one. say was yeah. this their first single off is of this, the album. Did this, well, did this launch them? I guess is what it's I'm asking. what made them really famous. I mean, right. did they Je- jealous again? They had came a, out well, first. A good tune. Yeah. They had a similar like trajectory as like the Dave Matthews Band, right? Where that they were like kind of like a college like party band. Yeah, like, right. I mean, like a like a live like act. A huge, like they built like such a cult following to the point where. It just kept spreading yeah, kind of organically, yeah. but it it died pretty quickly. Like it was they, that that album, and then I I forget was was Remedy on. Remedy's a great. Was that on Shake Your Money Maker or was that on? I know Jealous Again was twice as hard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wasn't that night that you got cock blocked and uh, mm. Big Doug? What, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. What were we playing that? Over? That was one of them. Yeah, yeah that, that we were playing. Yeah. Doing, yeah, Justin Tana, who's going to come on the show. Even yes, though, even though he tries my, to tell me that he's not. My fucker, you will he, be on the fifth. Will, mic. Yeah, he will be. You and will so, be. <laughs> you will see, be. There. Twice as hard. You just, will sing Freebird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remedy was not on that one. Right, it was on. Right. Uh, I, I 
believe that was the next album. That was was Shake Your Money Maker like the first one that they had. Um, I know it was the first one that like got them. Yeah, it was their first album. There we go. Go Southern Harmony and we. Yeah, was did that have? Yeah, yeah Remedy, Remedy, Sting Me. So that had some that had some songs on it too afterwards. But then they kind of tailed off. Like it was pretty much like that album was just gigantic. Yeah. And then they had a couple of other ones that that dropped in. Three snakes and one charm. That sounds dirty. That sounds like a Kia song. So, <laughs> sound dirty. It wouldn't be that Pay subtle. Pussy bill. <laughs> like, like your your bedroom. One right mirror, there. too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great song though. <laughs> you know, and and I think I I think we've all kind of done this up to this point, but oh, there's wait. a lot of there's a lot of great covers out there. But I was looking for something that. Honors the original, but is different. Yeah, because right. there's a yeah. lot of songs out there that are just kind of like, yeah, that's a great version, but it's pretty much the same song. Right, I mean, right. Like, yeah. So yeah. like, does Put that really count? On. Like, it's just kind of more well known. Yeah, by right. by the person who covered it. They right. didn't really rearrange it or anything. Yeah, it sounds very similar. Yeah, yeah. But this song, but there's ones yeah with I mean, yeah emotion and shit with it where you where it changes it and just you know like one of the songs I'm going to talk about, but. All right. Hard to handle is on the list. Yeah. Black Crows. <laughs> Kyle. I was going to jump over Kyle. I almost forgot. It was his turn. <laughs> he didn't bring his crowbar to get a word in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. All right. My second pick is We're All Alone by Boz Skaggs. Get the fuck out of here. Boz Skaggs. <laughs> Not to be confused with Ricky Skaggs, who Joel. <laughs> like, uh, he's like, Boz Skaggs. I'm like, isn't that that shitty fucking kill myself country guy? No, that's Ricky. He's like, no, that yeah, that's Ricky Skaggs. Deer. That wimpy deer. <laughs> the great Bambi. It's more of a blues Americana type dude, Boz so, Skaggs. Kyle, how did you get turned on to this song? This would be all my father right here. All right, Jack. Yes. What the fuck, Jack? Shout out to Jack. <laughs> you don't like the fucking Doobie Brothers, yeah. Roll Black Water, but yeah. goddamn it, you listen yeah. to it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to shit on the Doobie Brothers, Black Water, but you're going to listen to this shit. <laughs> but Jack, thanks for listening. Frankie yeah. Valley. Yes. Frankie Valley. Yes. And Rita Coolidge. Frankie Valley does deserve better than that cover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a great song. It's just so fucking corny. Oh, it is. It's like it it should be on like an '80s Sylvester (laughs) Stallone movie soundtrack or something. Like a like like like. Like a Kenny Loggins song. Or Whoa, something. hey, yeah. Kenny Loggins. Whoa, oh, that's a completely different episode. Yeah. Yeah. Loggins and Messina. Right. Meet me halfway <laughs> across Listen, the sky. <laughs> this will come up in future episodes, but just do yourself a favor and YouTube Highway to the Danger Zone's official music video. Oh, I've oh, seen it. I, I remember when it was popular. <laughs> Is it good? I, I have not seen it. He's this. like laying on a couch in like a button up it's, white shirt. Singing, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. He definitely. Uh, Just keep your wife away from it, yeah. <laughs> unless you got a lot, unless you eat your Wheaties that morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I'll take you to the danger zone, boy. <laughs> 
I mean, literally, his the biggest thing that Boss Gags has to contribute to society is the Lido Shuffle. Oh, Lido Shuffle! Lido Shuffle's a great song. What? Who Drink else? The lowdown. He's from Canton, Ohio. Yeah. Um, yeah he's Ohio not boy. Hall of Fame. I tell you that. That's much. right. Uh, what? What? Who else would you throw out there? If somebody was asking, doesn't know who Boss Gags is. Who? What other category would you say a musician you could throw in there along? Would would be rubbing elbows with him as Close as company. Him. What do you think, Mark? Well, Boz is kind of a more of a early seventies kind of guy. Yeah, you know, he was kind of a flash in the pan then, and then yeah, you, know, you get a lot of these. Oh man, he's so great. And it's like, what the fuck's so great about him? Yeah, you that's know? kind of the way I feel. Yeah, well, about well, but him. you but you have a couple of uh, good songs. Yeah, you know? yeah, you, know, you don't really have a long history of just like everything he does, like, like Joe Cocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just yeah. everything that guy does. I mean, even if it's a cover, boom. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah, you yeah. What I'm just trying to think, like, what because he kind of is in a, a place of his own. He really is. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to say like George Thorogood, but like he's yeah. George Thorogood was more badass. He didn't. Oh, definitely. He didn't know what a piano was. Right. Right. He would never think of ruining a Frankie Valley song. Yeah. He's somewhere in between George Thorogood and Barry Manilow. Yeah, I oh, somewhere. I, I thought you were just... that, that is the greatest description I have ever heard of a musician. He's somewhere between George Thorogood and Barry, and Barry Manilow. Manilow. Yeah. That is fucking perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Yes. Uh, Frankie Valli originally did it. When did he do that song first? A long time ago. Which, uh, yeah, it was. It, it had I'm to have been. a rabbit hole over yeah. here. <laughs> so rabbit hole of vomit. <laughs> he did it in seventy six. Cool, That's Skaggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Yeah, August seventy seventy. Yeah, and then seventy seven. It was Boss Skaggs did it. Yeah. So man, they were all close to one another, weren't right. they? Sure. That's probably why there's confusion over who did the songs initially. Anyway, too, because they're also right. In yeah, the right, right around period. the same time. Like people to this day, it was a trivia question, and the majority of the people when I hosted trivia. Um, majority of the people got it wrong. Do you know who, who, who wrote, uh, Proud Mary? Was it, was it, uh, Mm, I should know because it popped up like a million times. Was it Ike and Tina Turner or was it, it wasn't them or was it, uh, um, it's, I know who sings it. I'm asking you (laughs) or if, or was it, um, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't think of his name. John Fogarty. Yes. Fogarty. Oh my CCR. Yeah. Yeah. John Fogarty. He's the one who wrote it because his, their version was huge, but they came out so close to one another. Right. That people people didn't know in the you know it, which that's a, that was one that was a relevant one we probably could have talked about. But yeah. again, I mean, Robert. let's think about this. Like, what's it's so hard for me because like I, I I'm not totally plugged into like the current music scene. But like, what's <laughs> like a, electric dick? What's there, like Joel. a de- like? What's the most recent like decent song you can think of? Just anything. Uh, WAP. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to twenty. I mean, imagine. <laughs> So imagine <laughs> Paco so Mac like, truck <laughs> in my tiny garage. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt her garage is tiny. I was gonna say Just, it you know, probably looks uh, like a fucking coat sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wore out like sleeve of a wizard. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, um, uh, uh, she so runs. Like, it sounds like people yeah. clapping. <laughs> <laughs> See, like um, um, Lumineers or something. Oh, Cleopatra. So, so, gross. <laughs> so it'd be like. <laughs> Yeah, anything even even more like somebody than covering that, that like, right now. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> even if somebody covered that right now, like three years right. ago. Yeah, because yeah. that clear no. been out a couple of years, right? Bro, oh yeah, it's only so it would be like, um, gosh, what would be a good band? I'm uh, just trying to think of who. Yeah, who's, who's had a song? Who's had a hit? Song? It would be like, um, 
<laughs> We're so clueless. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah. This, 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 this is, is telling on, know, on the music industry. Right? It really like, is. It's it's like another decent band that would so like do different. a decent job of that like immediately after. I don't even know. Oh, who could? Who, like, Chris Stapleton. Let's yeah, say. He, covering them or something. He goes Cleopatra like yeah. Yeah. three years ago even because it's, right. it's been out a couple years, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, it doesn't weird. happen anymore. It feels like yeah. cheap and gimmicky. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it seems like weird it. Even, for good, even for good art. <laughs> the, the, the way Mark likes his women. Cheap and gimmicky. Cheap and gimmicky, yeah. I got a picture of a... Uh, anyway, go no. <laughs> I want to know. But I kind of do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's public record. Yeah, it's right. been public entered record. in <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, in, what is the most recent like even hearing like um who covered what would like the, the five finger death punch has done a couple of covers of oh, like 90s rock of, songs okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, even that seems yeah. too the soon. most recent like weezer did um Toto. Toto. Yeah. but even that that was a song from eight mid no yeah you're right no I, yeah yeah I, i'm I, talking I like who was it did five finger death punch cover like an offspring song i forget what it was i know what you're talking for a white about. guy no yeah <laughs> as bad as that but yeah it was just like already like Really? Yeah, You're, it was like a late right. '90s, early 2000s Offspring song like that they movies. covered. Like, they, then they remake like RoboCop. Yeah, like yeah. it was awful it was like, too. I didn't even know that. Like, let's let's make swap. let's make his suit black Too now. Recent, yeah. yeah, it was awful. I was like, why are you oh, doing Hollywood's that already? Completely out of ideas. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's if you can find relevant ways to do it. It's fine. I don't mind remakes, but if it, it's, but like they if it's keep gonna redoing this Spider-Man, how many fucking reboots of Spider-Man have there been? Yeah, how right. many reboots of Batman are there? Until well, what, people stop going. I know. Right. That's yeah, what it right. is. You're right. Well, it's just, I, and I use that with the thing. People are going to the movies and they're watching them. It's the same thing as why people fucking listen to Florida Georgia Line. They make Don't that, now. They, they make that shitty Come music. on now. Kyle's yeah. going to punch Kyle, you in yeah, the no, dick. No, I, don't, I've heard, I've, <laughs> I don't like FGO. I have heard that they were like a metal band at one point. Uh, I, that I mean, that's like a, that's me. like an urban legend, probably. Yeah, but it it's probably like, is. but like some producer called him, like found them, and then was like yeah. retooled them. Try this into yeah. what they are today. It was their their. But people, well, the thing is, like people the... are fucking buying the music and they're going. So it's like right. I don't blame them for making it. But until people stop listening to that shit, it's like that shit. It's awful. Yeah, it's kind of like back God, in my day awful. with Exile. They yeah. they were rock and roll and switched to country. Really? Actually, did better as country. Huh. Yeah, Taylor Swift made that transition. Yeah, there you go. I think she's, she's transitioning back to country. Is she? I think. Wait, she's back. Eventually. Oh, for folklore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, your shitty Bosscast song's on the list. Hell yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> number one. Let's go. Who's my, number two? My number two nomination. We're going to take you back to 1994 to the unplugged MTV acoustic sessions oh, nice. by the one and only Nirvana. I was two years yeah. old. Covering was... David Bowie's 1970 classic, The Man Who Sold the World. Yes. Okay, it's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. So not only do I have to um, make my nomination, I then have to start talking to myself about it. <laughs> uh, well, I, after you threw Kyle into the fucking shredder yeah. on his show. <laughs> Fuck it's, you, Joel. I don't know. Man, I mean, let's let's think about that that show and that album. I mean, the Unplugged album, because Lake of Fire is no slouch. That was actually um, a great oh, yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Is it, see, I always get this mixed up. Is it called Where Did You Sleep Last Night, or is it called In the Pines? It's Where Did You Sleep Last Night. Okay. Yeah. That's a cover. Yeah. That's an awesome song. It's a great did song. a great yeah. job of. He did. I mean, pull up, pull up, uh, pull up Nirvana's 
unplugged album. I actually bought um, that whole fucking album yeah. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking mm-hmm. great. And that's I, I tell people that all the time. My, that, my that's gu- actually, I think that's some of their best work. My guitarist, Jason, is a, a huge Nirvana fan, but I've told him if, if Nirvana doesn't release that unplugged album, they're not even on the radar for one of my most respected bands. Really? Is that right? No, it was never a huge... That, that's what put them to me as, mm. as, as monumental. Now, yeah, if you look at all of those... Um, those are all covers. I'm uh, not all covers, but no, over half of. I, I want to say there, almost right. half of the songs. How many tracks? Right. 14's yeah. a cover. Um, so yeah, there's yeah, all those that are one, written one, right two, there are covers. Three, four, yeah, one, five, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the 14. So almost half of them yeah. Yeah, are uh, are cover songs. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, where did you sleep last night? Was awesome. Lake of Fire was a was a. Uh, Meat Puppet song. Right. Yeah. Well, they did like three Meat Puppet songs. Plateau, Oh Me. Um, They're all good. Yeah. I, I mean, like it's all, that whole album's awesome. But yeah, the, the, the Bowie, the Bowie cover yeah. was the one that really, you just hear that. I forget the, um, the guitar that the Martin D 18 E, that's what it's called. It was yeah. a, um, it was a, a, like a high, one of the earliest hybrid guitars ever. It was like an acoustic, but fifty nine. yeah. And that's the, the model of it. He flipped it upside down. And um, yeah, it sold for something. Yeah, six million. million. Yeah, right? the one that he used at that show. Wow. And they said, "Well, it's a, we're doing an acoustic show, but we want to kind of do it our own way." So that that guitar has click on that guitar, Mike. That guitar has pickups on it, like like a like a humbucker. And it just came to Martin, didn't it? Well, I um, thought it was the whole. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just the. Oh, yeah, no, no, you no, probably no, no. can't get that in depth with mm, it because it's a specific kind. But so here, here's a cool Martin. <laughs> right, go ahead with your point. No, no, no. That, that's what I'm just saying. It was a, it was a unique guitar that had a a pickup vibe, an electric. Yeah, there. You can yeah, the knobs on it and everything, but it it ran yeah. off of normal electronics, so it wasn't like a mic'd acoustic one. It actually had he's, a. He's a lefty. Yeah. Yep. He did, yep. But he and always didn't a, know that. He always flipped right. What do you mean? Did he, he took a right-handed guitar and flipped it. Uh, yeah, what, not but all he, the time, but he uh, several of his guitars were. Wow. Yeah, he. But that one especially, he got that one just for this show. What I heard, which hmm. it looks like it too, yeah. right? Because it yep. looks like an old guitar that they right. just like yep. drilled some holes and put some screws in, and, like exactly. threw some pickups on. Yep. And then the knobs, the knobs up there. Like I can only imagine how often the sound guys were going ape shit that he. Oh yeah, because he was he, probably he turning the knobs up. with yeah, his arm yeah. because it should be at the bottom. Because it should be yeah. at the bottom. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a right-handed guitar, but just it that it just encompasses. The whole the whole thing with that song and kind of Bowie's, and that's another one of the songs that's lyrically debated. Like, what is it really about? In in there's two kind of frames of mind that it's about um, about the devil. Well, the, the devil is, is appears in all of the greatest songs ever. But um, you know, just him, you know, talking about trying to convince some guy who's kind of uncertain about the world doing what is you know. Going the way of the devil is what some people think. Other people have said that the it was about Bowie coming to terms with the fact that he was bisexual, really, and that he was he was you know he was really? ta- he was talking to someone who was the version of himself that he wanted to be, but that version isn't hmm. him. So like writers David Bowie, yeah, and um, uh, just talking about looked into his eyes. I thought you died a long time ago. You know, we never lost control. You're face to face with the man who sold the world, like you're looking at yourself. Hmm. Yeah. And all this element to it, which Bowie's is the is the bisexual hmm. angle, which kind of makes Kurt's version seem more like 
him not being the person that he wants to be in with with a drug element to it, you right. know, being the drug addict and a well, junkie. But you, but, with but it. you got to understand, back in the day when Bowie was coming out, or Bowie was uh, admitting to himself being bisexual was actually scorned. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, homosexuality yeah. was scorned. Oh yeah, I mean, he didn't tell anybody that. It's just like with Rock Hudson. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Knew, knew, you know, anybody outside the circle didn't know Rock Hudson. Was my my great my great uncle lived with Rock Hudson. Was his lover. It's, Are you it's a Thornton family, Thornton family you secret. Sh- Shimmy's in your last name. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. The Falcon. It's on the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It no is. kidding. Yeah, my, uh, my, my, gr- my, my, well, so it's my dad's dad's brother was uh yeah. So my he's my great uncle, but right. on my dad's side, right. uh, hmm. it's from Troy. Left left Ohio, went out west. And uh, yeah, was lived with Rock Hudson for I'm not sure how long, but wow. was, yeah, was one of his one of his one of his yeah one of his, <laughs> one of his lovers yeah wow. so um, yeah lived out there till till the day he died too so yeah it was uh, pretty interesting that's how I knew Rock Hudson that's the first time I ever heard of Rock Hudson well, like was Rock my Hudson dad like my dad talking about yeah yeah he lived with Rock Hudson I'm like. What lived with him? Were they like roommates? Like I didn't know. I was, a, you know, I was younger. I didn't understand what he was trying to say. Yeah. Instead of being like, "Yeah, your great uncle Bob used to fuck Rock Hudson," he would just say, yeah, "He lived with him." Joe's was like, like, "I just want a mannequin yeah. to put my jersey on." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I mean, in that that version, so many people don't even know. Like my wife earlier today, we were talking about it. Didn't even know that was a cover. Mm, wow, it's like people forget about. It. But the Bowie version's great too. But it's way right. more kind. Kind of spacey and, and yeah. shit Bowie-ish. like that, but you can just hear, and that's the whole thing about that Nirvana album. You can just hear the pain in the whole thing because he was. I mean, they had to send a fucking MTV production assistant to some drug dealer in New York to buy heroin for Kurt because he was so dope sick he couldn't play the show. Oh god! So like some wow. kid who's like interning is right. like, go to this drug Yo, dealer, man, give me a couple of caps. buy this hate buy barrel, yeah, heroin. buy this heroin and bring it back to him, and then. And then, you know, what, five months later, I think, five or six months later, he died. So, I mean, mm. which that just kind of cements it in the lore, too. I mean, but I love that album. Favorite Nirvana oh, yeah. album. That is. Hands some, down. Some of the best work. Yeah. Some of the best shit we've been ever. To, we've been to MTV. Remember that? We have. We were in the, we've been in the studio where they yeah. recorded that. Wow. Right? Yeah. We'll throw cool. a picture up when me and Mike were children. And we, were up, <laughs> yeah, we were up boy. there with our good friend John Wallace and our other friend Brandon. Brandon Rogers, I'll say his last name. Who cares? He doesn't. Uh, yeah, we yeah. went there. Got got the personal tour from a. Uh, that, was, that was really cool. Yeah, a producer that I know who was filming in Ohio uh, through a friend of mine. I hooked her up with some tickets to the Dragons, and then is that just the kind of being friends? Up the toilet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Out of <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't stop toilets. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nirvana, the man who sold the world's on the list. Mike, Mark, your third and final. There Mike, we go. Mark, right? Third and final. I'm, I, you know, I'm going to change it to last minute. Huh? Oh, yeah, what? What? We're not prepared for this. Got it. Got it. Got it. Same artist. Mm-hmm. Same album. Oh. Different song. Oh. Which word? Oh. By the late great Johnny Cash and this, the album that Rick Rubin had him do, which is just some amazing fucking work by Johnny Cash. That is a fantastic song. Can um, we talk about that album a little bit? Sure. Which, let's which, do well, it. Well, which one are we talking about here? Because the, there's six the of American. Them. There's American recordings. There's one through six, and they weren't all on the same one. I believe Hurt was on the uh, Hurt was on the first first one, perhaps. Um, yeah, Nine Inch Nails song. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be a link well, in the Nine Inch Nails yeah, one yeah, to yeah, it. I was just looking for more. 
covered yeah, John, her. Johnny Cash. 2002, he covered yeah. it. Right before his death. Yeah. yeah. That music video was fantastic. Oh, oh I know. Because he's basically telling everybody, you know, I'm going to die soon. Yeah. And I don't know. I just always feel a little odd about that album because I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm completely off base here. Maybe no one else in the world feels this way, but I almost feel like it was kind of like Rick Rubin, like kind of propping him up, like for one more go. Oh, it yeah. was. It was. Well, sure. And it's admitted. It's admitted. But it was, it was out of respect because right. he... Rick Rubin literally was sitting down going how Johnny Cash had fallen off the face of the earth. Like oh, he sure, was yeah. not and I, I can clearly remember it because I knew who he was, but I was never really a you know a big fan. I was still pretty young. I was a teenager yeah, when that came had out. This big band and big production. Yeah, and, yeah. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Exactly. And but you he know. had he had been so long since he'd done anything that was really relevant. Right, right. And then Rick Rubin took him and respected him so much. Was like, oh, this guy needs to be more. He knew he was near the end, yeah, and was like, let's make this a testimony of you know his pretty the much great, like his final words. The great man yeah. that he is. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Rick Rubin recorded. They recorded that shit, I believe, in Rick Rubin's living room. Wow. Yeah. Which it, it, again, but it was he, just he lives Johnny in Shangri La Studios, but yeah, it yeah. was just Johnny's and, guitar. And, that, and, and if you read, read any of the interviews with Johnny, it scared him to fucking death. Yep. Well, he said, I've never, ever played without my band. Yep. I've always had my band. Hmm. And he, he did that and did Hurt. And in, in, everybody knows how notorious of an asshole Trent Reznor is right. from Nine Inch Nails. Said that his ver- Johnny Cash's version is what I aspired mine to be, and I didn't get there. Wow! Like it's it's better than mine. Like oh that's yeah, what he's, yeah. Oh, so you, good. You could say Trent so Reznor is kind of a musical genius. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, yeah. yeah, he is Some Nine Inch Nails. Does. People, oh, know. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like he is. He does he, every instrument. Yeah, right. the band that comes with him is just a touring band. Yeah, right. Yeah. He puts it all down. And does now, it all. I mean, he's like carved out like a. I don't. I don't want to say a new career, but I mean, his, I mean, essentially, his, it is though. His yeah. scoring career is like amazing. Yeah, he's obviously hitched his wagon to, to David Fincher, which oh, is yeah. a great marriage. That shit. That that I, I wasn't as crazy about the movie, but the girl with the dragon tattoo. Right. That soundtrack was fucking awesome. Well, they did an immigrant song. Yeah, they did the immigrant song thing on it. It's good. I just couldn't yeah. bring myself to put it on, yeah. on my list. Yeah, <laughs> but like, uh, oh yeah, he's amazing. A lot but, of Led Zeppelin covers. I yep. just couldn't pull the trigger. <laughs> right, on yep. right. But then that in uh in. And that's I. What I particularly remember about Hurt was, you know, the video was awesome, and it was right. The video was like a month before June oh, died. Right. She was in it, like looking like over him on it, and uh, and he looked like he had like fucking leprosy. He was so old. <laughs> that thing where he's shaking, yeah, that glass. he's shaking the wine glass and right. shit, spilling it and everything, and um, and it just shed. And then they they tied right. it in with old cuts of him when he was younger yeah. and everything. So it was almost like a. It was almost like oh, something you'd play in at a Maria, funeral, in, right? In Marimia. right, right, and uh, and then he died as it's getting big, right, and then, mm-hmm. but it got nominated for like best video on uh, on MTV at the VMAs, and like Justin Timberlake won, yeah. and, and and yeah, Timber Timberlake born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, yeah, and Johnny Cash recorded out of Memphis, Sun Sun Records, Sun Studios, it like walks up and is just like, this is. Uh, this is a goddamn travesty. Like, how dare I you guys say that I voted this over that, you know? Because everyone's just like, yeah, JT, who's this old crusty man yeah. who's dying on mm-hmm. yeah. But all those American recordings, yeah, Rick Rubin, and I believe he died before at least four of them. I think there were six of them okay. that he did that were the American recordings versions with Rubin. Um, 
And there's uh, all these sides. Is this- yeah, there's different releases and record reissues and shit like that. But if you look at um, the American, his uh, American Rick Rubin, it's yeah, American Recordings. Is that what I want? That's, that's no, that's that's his record label, but it will probably tie to the Johnny Cash thing in it. Um, anyways, I know there's like six of them, and uh, there's four. I see four right there. American Three, then Unearthed. But he, yeah, they did like the Depeche Mode one, Personal Jesus. They did the Man Comes Around. They did um, one awesome. Oh, yes. One was one yeah. was my previous. Yeah, that one. was his original pick, yeah. which is a great. That's a good yeah. cover. And that's what I was, I was sitting there, there thinking about it. It's like I want I want to yeah I want a pseudo. Listen to you. Yeah, I want a pseudo bust balls on it, but it's like all those songs are so good. Yeah, and, and Rick Rubin chose all of the songs. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So Johnny had nothing did nothing to do with it. Had several of them he hadn't even heard of, and but was like, "But see, that's the other part that makes me like a little leery of the whole thing. It's like, hey, hey, uh, let me just slide the sheet music in front of you. Well, I mean, this mic's hot. Let's go. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I highly doubt Johnny Cash knew how to I, read sheet music. But <laughs> you, you know, he like three chords. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just, but it was it was relevant. Content songs. To right. No, yeah, where he was it turned out life. great, and this is based on nothing. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know what Rick Rubin's intentions were. I'm just saying yeah. it. What are your intentions? Like, <laughs> yeah, with what are you doing? What are your intentions with my Johnny? <laughs> no, I mean it, it. It was always spoken from the beginning that it was like it was a tribute to him and in the fact that he had fallen so far out of popularity that mm-hmm. Rick Rubin was like he belongs in. Oh yeah. You know, he tried to make it relevant. Yeah, 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 he did. Try to expose him to another generation. And I I truly think he did. Like it was one hundred percent. There's so many people who would have never known who he was that are like, you know, think it's awesome. You know, and yeah, I mean that he did that and um, Rusty Cage, the Soundgarden song, great. And uh, Chris Cornell acoustically said, "Well." I wrote this song and I played it a different way, and then this guy named Johnny Cash came along and redid it. Yeah. So now I play it his way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so like, exactly. Yeah, it was like that's how good it was. But yeah, that's a that's a great pick. What's great your guys' cover. favorite? Real quick, Johnny Joy. Cash song that's not a cover, like his original stuff. What's your oh, favorite goodness. Johnny Cash song? Mm. Uh, I feel like I'm going to step in it. That one of them will be a cover that I didn't know. What it go go for? Yeah, it. Go ahead. Oh, what do you think? Doesn't just um. No. Folsom Prison for me. Yeah, it's yours. That's a good one. That's a great song. I mean, it's, yeah. Cocaine I mean, Blues. That would be probably mine. Cocaine like Blues. Either oh, Cocaine Blues or A Boy Named Sue. Oh, Boy Named Sue is great. Jackson was a cover, right? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Gene I, wrote that. Yeah, I don't oh, know. There were so many of them, too, back so then, where other people wrote. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you really don't know. You know what I mean? Like, right. they had that, well, like well, that, that infamous picture R- of the... Fire. That was an original, oh I think. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, I love that song, awesome. to be honest with you. I really? mean, I, I, I respect it, but I don't, like, seek it out. Well, but way. the thing about Ring of Fire is it really is about Johnny and June's uh, relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like but, One uh, Piece at a Time. Oh, yeah, that's a <laughs> yes. song. Cry, Cry, Cry. Cry, Cry, Cry. Uh, um, yeah. Hey, Porter. No, oh, he's got so oh, many oh, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Porter Wagner. Did, yeah. did he hey, write uh, Long Black Veil? That is a band song. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. that's a that's a that's well. A great song. Well, actually, don't one hundred percent quote me on it, but I know the band had a hit with it. I thought they wrote it, hmm. but well, um, let's Google it up. Yeah, ah. look at <laughs> oh, 
Mikey, Scott, you gotta you gotta practice more at oh, home, Mike. Like, have you seen that video? How that, in the world could I possibly guy, practice this? <laughs> that guy uh, zigging and zagging all over the place. 1959 country ballad. Okay, then yeah, it was a cover. There you go. Written by Lefty, Lefty Frizzle. Originally Frizzle recorded, recorded by Lefty it. Frizzle. Old Who? Danny Dill wrote it. Danny Dill and yep. Mary John Wilkin. Yeah, yeah sure. I would have. Yeah, they band performed the song at 69 Wood Festival and it appears on their first studio <laughs> album, Music I, from I, the Wood Festival. I got a Wood Festival. I, I for got you. a Woodstock for you. <laughs> oh, dear. Music oh, from I, Big Pink. Yeah, I know it was on that. <laughs> but um, Johnny Cash, uh, 1969. Dwayne so not long after, he was, the, he was the first one to wow. do the actual like big version of it, I would guess. First big cover. Standard. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dave, another great version. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Jagger. Jesus. You know who? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, that was a different song. I was in there. Mind. <laughs> yep. Great pick. Love, love Johnny Cash. Love Hurt. Had to have them on that. Oh, yeah, Mike, great. your third and final. Uh, same situation here. God's gonna cut you down. Yeah, Johnny Cash on the Daily Double. I fucking love that song. Yeah. song. I love it. Who it was originally like a it was originally like it a is. southern uh, a southern like soul gospel song. Right. It's like a peppy. It's got a completely yeah. different yep. vibe. You can't even yeah. hear music in the recording, like instrumentation. You just hear her singing. Odetta. Oh uh, yeah, off the nineteen fifty six. No, I heard the Golden Gate Quartet do it in forty six. Holy shit! That's the video. Oh, wow. That's the song I God, listened to. Oh, the, original. the one, the only and other one like I ever heard was Odetta. It's almost like a like a big band sort of thing. Really? It's like it's crazy because it doesn't jive with the lyrics at all. But yeah, it's all about, yeah. It's yeah. like peppy. That's man. His and, and the, coming that that's how good Johnny Cash is. Is oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not even a religious person. And the 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 content of what he talks about in those songs in the American recordings like gives me fucking goosebumps. Listen, right. when the man comes around, yeah. like mm. Jesus, like just There's talking about that, you know, like around. there'll be a golden ladder coming Taking down when the man yeah. comes around, you mm-hmm. know, and like that. But when you know, and that's my favorite line in that "God's Gonna Cut You Down" song is that "Sure as God made black and white, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light." Yeah, right. It's like that's Jesus Christ. That's fucking shit. It's awesome. <laughs> Another great. Yeah, video. it's just like it's a ton no, of no celebrities in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Who all was in that? Chris Rock, Iggy Pop. Timberlake was in it. Timberlake was in it. There was yeah, all kinds of... Oh, yeah, there oh, they are. Oh. <laughs> if only we that. had endless technology no. in our fingers. <laughs> oh, we only had Google. Google. Wilson, yeah. Billy Gibbons, Chris Dixie Chicks, the, dig, the Chicks, the um, yeah. Yeah. Flea, Dick Chicks, Jay-Z, Moss, Kid Rock, Lisa Chris Christopherson. Yeah. yeah, it was just everyone singing along to it. Yeah, great, yeah that was uh, awesome. Great rhythm to it. Love the... Love the... Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite ones. I would put that, you know, hurt that one in, um, and off of those American recordings. You know, when the man comes around, are my are my like favorite ones off of that. Well, I love Personal Jesus on that. Oh too. yeah, that's good too. Just because I, I love oh, the guitar. Yeah. None of them suck. That's the thing. Right, There's not yeah. one of them. Even the ones that are old ballady ones, you're just like sometimes it. You they know, can be a little slower, covers don't yeah. work. But right. These, these and all they just work. all seem yeah. to work. And I think that's attributed to Rick Rubin just knowing an artist. Right. Yeah. And what it would take. What to do. Yeah, it's that man. That song's awesome. Tell that long tongue liar. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I love the the references. You know, the rambler, the gamble. Like mm-hmm. those. What do they call those? Not anecdotal. Um, that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, you know, ones that are constantly reused throughout history symbolically. The jester, the joker, the like a trope. 
Almost. Or, yeah. Uh, um, um, archetypal. There we go. Oh, yeah, there we go. Archetypal wow, figures. Look, look at you with the what big words. Big words. Big words. A word of the day toilet paper. Holy uh, <laughs> he's, I got to fit archetypal in there somehow. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yep. Great one. Well, 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 before we move on, further on up the road is another great tune off that album. Yeah. Yep. He t- oh, man. I just I was listening yeah. to him yesterday all day, sitting on the porch, smoking cigarettes. I listened to the whole, the whole fucking catalog of him. It was just like, God, this dude. Was, and that was the first time he was ever recorded as good as he could have been recorded. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I know, like, me and me and producer Dustin have had, have had that argument all the time. About <laughs> about uh, about recordings that it's like a sex life. Yeah, about <laughs> things being recorded certain ways and wanting to listen to things on vinyl and stuff like that, and right. how things felt different. So mm-hmm. like, there's stuff that's too polished, and there's stuff that, in my opinion, like they record it too well and it's too right. produced. And, and well, I like the old rigid, yeah, yeah, overproduced. But I like the old vibe songs, like those. Right. If you if you tried to take those old Motown songs and the way they were recorded, all the Temptation stuff, all right. that shit from the Delphonics right. and everything, yeah. and They're, tried to re- release it the way that it, it would be recorded today, I don't think I would like it. I love the sound of the old yeah. Ben King, you know, Stand by Me, and all that stuff mm. that he did back then. It just has a feel to it. Well, I struggled well, with a lot. Of, sorry, Mark, I struggled with a lot of lot of picks because I went back to the original and I was like, man, I think I like, I I think think I like, I like original. this one. Like now, now being a little yeah. older and like a little oh, yeah. wiser, I'm like, right. they just have kind scar- of like, it has scars on like, it that you, that yeah, just, and a lot of yeah. them were Motown tracks right. since you brought that up and it was kind of like, I like the sound. I like, fucking love Motown. It's one of my favorite eras of music. Like, oh, just that's all good I can stuff. listen to well, it. Well, even you know, so I'll, I'll just you know, I, I went back and listened to like American Woman and uh, dun, 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 and you really got me because those are two yeah. famous covers. But then I was like, man, I just I love that like British guitar sound. Yeah. This yeah. And, yeah. I can't. I can't pick my the cover because I like the so yeah. your, your, your version of American Woman. Do you like the Guess Who version? The it's. The, I mean, they're both good versions, but I, I didn't feel or, strongly enough. Or to, the to crocus, the crocus version. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know exactly. <laughs> you ever see the album Crocus? What's the crocus album? <laughs> One vice at a time. One vice at a time. You fucking buy it because it is fucking awesome. <laughs> they blew Deep Purple off the fucking stage. <laughs> no, that was Def Leppard. Oh, Def Leppard. Yeah, that's Def right. Leppard. Who? Yeah, Ozzy opened for Deep Purple, right? Or so yeah, I forget. No, who you was. were asking me in that version who opened for Ozzy. Uh-huh. One of the shows was the band Accept. Okay. Who did the song Balls of the Wall. Okay. That, that was one of their openers. <laughs> Balls, yeah. Balls, Balls of the Wall. Don't. Yeah. Which could have been an ACDC yeah, song. Yeah, could have been. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Johnny Cash, the Daily Double is on the list. Kyle, your third and final. My Maria by Brooks and uh, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My Maria. <laughs> Sing it, My Michael. God. It was even, a lot of people probably don't even think it's a cover. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot even, I just, I don't originally? know, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. R.W. or B.W. Stevenson? B.W. <laughs> May as well have been the original one. 73. No the, shit. That's a good tune, though. Brooks and Dunn, yeah. 
Well, this Florida ones Georgia do. line. Uh, uh, light. The Grammy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Uh, yeah. Single barrel. You be slapped for What you gonna tell yeah. me next? You don't like Neon Moon? Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus. I hate Brooks and Dunn. I hate him. I saw him. I saw him perform. Joel live. hates them. They must suck. Yeah. yeah. They suck. <laughs> I hate them. They're only multi platinum artists. I yeah. liked them better ten years later when they were big and rich. <laughs> <laughs> Not even similar. I don't Not even, even similar. Wow. Not even similar. Yeah. Understand the joke. Yeah, yeah. Boots, <laughs> Coot, boogie versus yeah. Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Same thing. Red Dirt Road. Now wait yeah. a minute. You did Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy in your band. That was because I played with someone who had equally terrible music taste <laughs> that Kyle has, and he made wow. me play them. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you also did an acoustic version of Jen and Juice. We did. That was, we did. Nice. That's right. That. It was awesome. It, it was fucking awesome. Actually, I changed my third pick. I'm going to go Pearl Street. Pearl Jen Street. Number <laughs> 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> and then people, it was kind of funny though when they would do Jen and Juice live, uh, him and Dan, and uh, the fucking room would just erupt. They're like, "Oh my god, they're yeah. doing fucking Snoop Dogg!" Yeah, and unless it didn't, and then when it didn't, it was a long song. Oh, I still do yeah. that. We'll, we'll pull, we'll pull out "Baby Got Back." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, periodically yeah, now high risk, high reward. Yeah, it, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is, yeah, it is. Because exactly. I got to read the room completely, and it's such a long song, and. Yeah. And it's so different that people have to hear the lyric. You can kind of get away with the, with the Snoop one, the gin and juice one, because people hear right. it. It kind of still moves in the same tempo. Oh, yeah. But that, that the, the baby got back one's so different that if people don't hear it and then you're just up there and then you're just a fool playing it. Like, well, covering Nicki Minaj can be tough. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was do one. Wasn't it? A, <laughs> oh, playing it like, yeah, played it like a Charlie's. Um, Moms are in there. It's like yeah. some, some 65 year old woman's birthday party. Like, yeah. yeah. You'll pull out game week. Like, oh my God. <laughs> or some Kia. Yeah. yeah. Rest <laughs> assured, there are many cover bands working on that as we yeah, speak. I know. I'm not, I'm not going there. Yeah. You know what? Wasn't it, wasn't it pretty much understood for like the last several years? Now they're back together now, right? Brooks and Dunn. I believe they, all, they have gotten back together. But they, they, yeah. they broke up in the early 2000s. Mm, they both wasn't did it, solo stuff. Wasn't it pretty much understood that those guys fucking hate each other? I don't think they hate each other. I thought that I was coming from Dan. They would literally, it was like tour bus, opposite sides of the stage, hmm. walk up, play, I think leave, s- not see each other the whole time. I know Simon and wow. Garfunkel were like that towards the end, weren't they? I don't think they were that bad, but there was there was definitely animosity between them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's and they use headset microphones, and I have right. a problem with that. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a country thing, though. They all they all yeah, do headset microphones. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like, very true. Because you don't like it mobility. Fits. It fits. <laughs> it's kind of a Garth thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even. You're not going to pay me on that. <laughs> Garth Brooks is the oh, reason people like Brooks and Dunn exist. <laughs> Did you find Jesus on a red dirt road, Kyle? No, no, no. Where, where did I, you find Jesus? It is where I drank my first beer, though. Yeah, <laughs> in my heart. In your heart, <laughs> you found Jesus in my heart. Yeah, you. Fucking agnostic. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> At least he called me an agnostic. Not At least he got right. it right. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. I'm just not saying that I do. It's but, a very neutral. I am Switzerland, okay? Yeah, it's, it's like your bisexuality. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, I, I'm well aware of that. No. 
You have anything uh, else to talk about? Everything to put on that one? You just love it. Everything I say is help us out here. I'm sorry. I don't. I seem to remember saying that I think Joe Cogger should be on the list before we even got to the You were the number one guy. That was a good pick. You should be. Thank you. Yes. My third and final. I'm going to go with the band. Oh, God. You don't like the band? Sucks. The the band, the band? (laughs) The band. The band covering Bruce Springsteen's Atlantic City. Atlantic City song, fantastic. Not sure which one I like better. I like Bruce's. Uh, Yeah, you like Bruce's? Bruce's had a darker darker vibe to it, and the band kind of made theirs a little bit more swingy. Swingy. (laughs) It just... He was like, swinging. Like thought he had it pulled up. That he, he just had Atlantic City, New Jersey pulled up. It just looked. It was just like, oh, fuck. I don't know what I'm doing. Came out 82, <laughs> album Nebraska. Was on uh, a was okay, and then 90, 93. <laughs> You're not a Springsteen fan, are you? No, nah, I'm, I'm a fan. See, of I'm actually this, not. I'm not. Yeah, really. Yeah. On he our is, pilot episode, I almost threw Springsteen. Really? On, but I he, figured everyone would just hate me right off the What I will say about don't talk about the boss that way. What I will say about Springsteen is I I I do think that he's overrated. I don't think he's as overrated as those other bands we were talking about on it. Yeah. But right. I really enjoy his ballad stuff, like this, like I. I don't I'm not born to runs okay, you know, and whatever dancing in the dark, whatever. But um Hungry Heart. But yeah, Hungry Heart. The same, yeah, they're all in the same kind. None of them I don't listen to them and go, Oh my god, this song's awful. But it's right. just like I don't understand why people think it's so great. And I will also say, if you're a Bruce Springsteen fan, do not watch his Netflix of him doing that Bruce on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you will, like, I, I almost bought tickets to go to that because I was like, I want to see Springsteen. I'd still want to see him live. I've never seen him live. I've heard it's a great show, but I, I'm i like, I would love to see him in that element with an acoustic and a, in a fucking harmonica. But they made it, like, broadway and he starts, he is so fucking full of himself like it is mm. uh, it's it's nauseating because mm. he like he like kind of talks through stuff and, oh yeah and, and talks and, about you know very uh, this and, that. and, and then at the, at the beginning car. of it at the beginning of it he essentially tells you that his entire career is built on a lie because he's that good i've never worked a 40 hour a week job i'm not a working man this and this and that so it's like so all the shit that you write about is fake and fucking yep. not is Bullshit. not genuine right and i mean there is arguments that it could take it but there's a lot of his music that sounds dated with yep. keyboard use, oh, yeah. bell use, oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Atlantic City's not one of them, though, in my opinion. I love that one. I love my, your hometown. I love, um, I mean, this, even though the streets of Philadelphia is kind of dated with the electronic, you know, drum track thing I, to I, it, but I, I thought it was a good song. I think Springsteen could belch and fart a whole fucking album. And people would love it. That was the best would. flat oh, yeah. I've they ever would. heard. They oh, definitely yeah. would. You're, you're totally right about that. But I like I, I liked this song. This is my favorite Springsteen song, and that cover that the band did, they did it in 93. They came back after they broke up, and they were all older. Well, it was on great. an album called Jethro. And, you um, bunch of Jethro's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jethro Bodine, son of a bitch. Yeah. But I love the band is arguably my favorite classic rock band of oh, all time. Fantastic. Like I love them. Every their use of it. The not the unique approach they take by not having an overly busy lead guitarist. Like Robbie Robertson is like one of the one of the best, one of the most selfless guitar lead guitarists and songwriters that has ever existed. He's not a big flashy. 
I'm going to lead it with the guitar stuff. And he's an amazing guitar player, too. But just the way they wrote for the entire band was just awesome. And Levon Helm loved that guy's vocals, oh, yeah. everything. But just the versatility that they had, too. They had three or four. It was like in 93 that song came out. Um, but uh, Yep, 93. Yep, Atlantic City on Jericho. Sorry, not Jethro. Jericho is what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> what area? Don't they talk about a guy named... Wait a minute. <laughs> what, Tommy and Gina? Don't oh, wait a minute. That, no. that, that's, that's Bon Jovi. Sorry. <laughs> don't Every, they have a... Uh, Tommy and Gina. Don't they make a reference like, to a Jethro... Fuck? Wait a minute in in the ba- in the the wait. Oh. No, wait a minute, Chester. Wait a minute, <laughs> the Chester. Yeah, Chester the bum molester. <laughs> uh, yeah, but have, did you listen to this uh, version of this song? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's just it yeah. it just has yeah. a more. It's like a almost they almost make it more fun. Yeah, like like Bruce's is supposed to be darker. Like, yeah, it was I like do a like the too... Ghost of Tom Jode from Bruce Springsteen though too. That's an awesome song. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, <laughs> it, they just made it kind of more hitting yourself in the mouth. Yeah, it was, it I'm was a the professional ghost. podcaster. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dropped the mic. <laughs> I'm going to get some boom arms soon, so we won't have to worry about this shit anymore. Knocking it over. So, but yeah, the band. Atlantic City on the list. Absolutely How love the band. Can you be to name your band the band? Well, it, it, they didn't want to do it that way. They were they refused. Uh... Yeah, but still, <laughs> I don't need your fucking explanation, Joel. For why? No, they, let me tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, because they backed Dylan. <laughs> let yeah, me tell I you, you suck. I guess that they they, ba- they backed Dylan for the longest time, and then they were like, "Oh, he Dylan, back Dylan's... Dylan like backdoor. Yeah, yeah, backdoor okay. him. Yeah, they uh, oh, they were they always played with him, and he recorded with him, and then they were always like Bob's up in Woodstock with the band. Mm-hmm. Bob's up in Woodstock <laughs> with the band recording, and then they're like, yeah. "What are you going to name yourselves?" And then they just like all around town, they called him the band, and then they were like, "Let's just call it the band." Makes sense. So yeah, okay. and they were the band. Oh, I get it. Makes sense. Best. Thanks a lot time. Yeah, exactly. It is definitely. Don't you fucking tell wow. me what this time is. Well, I have to pee. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, my <laughs> we've been droning on now. <laughs> yeah, I know droning on for long enough. <laughs> all right, list time. Which ones go? That My last... Maria goes. No. Okay. no, no. How, how fucking dare you think that that Brooks and Dunn song belongs on this top five? Because that last piece of, of shit you just nominated what, should be the first one off the fucking yeah, list. You're fucking retarded. <laughs> no, I'm not go, retarded. Go, go compare fuck any you. one of the band to Brooks and uh, Dunn and fuck fucking that. talk about that. I mean, fuck that. that. Sweaty I'm, nutsack. I'm sitting here wanting to. You dumb old fuck. Fuck you, you dumb old fuck. I'm sitting here wanting to suck start a Remington 870. Because you're retarded. Oh, uh, let's see. Get, get rid of my last two. <laughs> actually, actually, I think Kyle's first nomination should be our absolutely first on the list. That belongs on the list. Joe Cocker belongs on the list. I, I, I think it's number one. I think uh, that I think Whitney needs on. Whitney there. needs Whitney to be on it. Fuck her. Current Bobby Brown doing coke and crack. <laughs> oh, 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 like, like no one else has ever done coke on this yeah. list. Yeah, no one on this list has done coke. Joe Cocker's never yeah, done Joe Cocker's never done You picked Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah, That's right. Yeah. Cocaine Which, Blues. Yeah. By the uh, way. He has a song called Cocaine Blues. I think Hurt by Johnny Cash has to be on I, that's, that would, I agree. I agree. That one does. Whitney. Um, Whitney. Cocker. <laughs> Whitney Cocker. You want to cock Cash. Whitney? <laughs> Whitney Cocker Cash. <laughs> I think I think all along the watchtower's gotta be on yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Um ooh, man. So there's four. Uh what are, Atlantic what's it, City, my and Maria. Ball Skaggs. Ball Skaggs <laughs> gone. 
Um, the problem with Nirvana is I feel like they're almost a victim of their own consistency on that album because it's like, man, you're kind of splitting here. Like, what, what, I know, true. I know that's the one that jumped out to you, but yeah, it jumps out to me. But there's others on that, that and I and, and too. that's kind of how I feel about God's going to cut you down with that one. Like, true. it's like there were so many of yeah, them right. that were all awesome, but like hurts the one that sticks out yeah. as right. that to me hurt represents that entire American well, just completely right. re. Right, did the entire song. I mean, it was right. a completely different direction. So I'm fine with that. All right, we'll take Cash off. We'll take the man who sold the world off. Um, man, What's I don't know left. Chris Cornell. We got we got Cornell's. Mm. Nothing compares to you. We got whiskey, whiskey in the jar. Metallica, hard to handle. Black crows. Ooh, hard to handle. Black crows was the number one rock hit. Yeah, right. Which which I know the other I, two were not. Right. I gotta be well, honest. I th- I might like. Shinado's version better than Cornell's. Yeah. That argument can be made yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, Cornell. I love Chris Cornell and yeah. I love his version of it, but I definitely don't think it. It's it and was it big enough. Her career. Well, uh, I'm gonna yeah. take it off because my thing off. is I'm, I'm really leaning Black Crows. Yeah, that's kind of what I think too. I mean, I would I would say <laughs> to me between those, I would say either Black Crows or the Man Who Sold the World is what I, I would have picked, I would and I would go Black Crows over. Yeah, because it was such a great. All right, what do we have order? Well, we got we got our five. Now, okay, what's the now order? Okay, Joe order. Cocker one. I'm with okay. the cock. Do you, cock do you, do you one. Think that's a, do you think that's above all on the Watchtower though? I do. Let's define what our what our, we're thinking here. Is this just like a the best or the most popular? It's the best, right? How about we work from five up? Okay. Um, Crows at five? Because all along the Watchtower is... is like well, like every might every same, every Vietnam it, fucking movie in the world's got all along the Watchtower. It's probably it's the true. most popular cover of all time, right? That's what, but it that's may also what, yeah. be the best too. So I yeah. like <laughs> maybe that's. The, I think I think Hendrix and Cocker is a battle for one and two. Yeah. And. I would Drake's go. I would go Hendrix. Dixon Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would think, and I I would do Cocker at two. And then heard at three, or hard to handle at three. Oh, well, Whitney's in there. Well, we're, we're, we're still looking for the number one. The number one is what we're looking at. What That's why I'm saying. I I'm think saying we, Hendrix one. That's my Hendrix vote. One. Okay. That's mine. But That's I'm what I would say too. I'm, I'm so Mike and Kyle Hendrix fine one. With that. I'm okay. Fine with that. Okay. Hendrix Watchtower two Cocker. <laughs> give, me, two, give, give me the give, two cocker. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Joel the Gay Club. Yeah, that's right. Give me the it's two my favorite cocker. drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite drink's the two cocker. Give me the two cocker. Yeah, I'll be back yeah. in the bathroom. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next three. I'm going I, for glory. <laughs> I I would say in the three. To me, I think that I think hard to handle's five. That's my thought. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I. I think Hurts three. You think Hurts three and Whitney's four? Yeah, that's that's good. right. That good. Yeah. I mean, it is our list, so right. We don't have to listen to anyone. Yeah, else. If you don't like it, we can put our... Boz Skaggs on it if <laughs> we want to. <laughs> go to our Facebook page, Number our six, Instagram, our Twitter. Johnny Cash. Yes, Johnny Cash. Let's see here. Get these in order, and then all right. I think that's a list, gentlemen. <laughs> At number five, the Black Crows Shake Your Money Maker hit, number one rock single, Hard to Handle. Number four, the highest selling album of all time, the Bodyguard soundtrack, Whitney Houston's rendition of I Will Always Love You. Oh, number three, right before his death, <laughs> so The Man in Black, 
covering Nine Inch Nails. Johnny Cash doing Hurt. Number two, Joe Cocker. Give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Covering the Fab Four with a little help from my friends. And number one, most people didn't know Bob Dylan did it first because he did it so well. Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower. Stick around. We're going to be recording a Patreon follow-up to this with our honorable mentions. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, look into it. Patreon.com slash the It List Podcast. Bonus is on there. That'll allow you to listen to this episode that we're about to record. But for now, we say goodbye. Fathead Joel, Mark the Cop, Mikey No Name, Beer League Kyle. Hope you guys had fun. Check out our website. Check out our social media. Tell us how fucking stupid we are and our picks are mm. and how big of an asshole Joel is for mm. picking on Kyle's mm. bad taste in music. That's right. He's over cutting his wrist. And, yes. <laughs> and send Mark a nice word so that his self-esteem gets better. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Peace. We sure do hope that you enjoy the ride. We hope we gave you tickles deep inside Won't you try to keep that smile on your face Until next week, same time, same place That was the it list That was the it list That was the it list Fare thee well That was the it list That was the it list That was the it list We won't tell that was the endless, that was the endless, that was the endless, fare thee well. That was the endless, that was the endless, that was the endless, we won't tell.